0: Six
1: nine. Welcome to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. You just heard a little U2 there. We're going to actually pass out a pair of tickets for their show July 1st up at uh, First Energy Stadium in Cleveland. Uh, again, that show in July, kicking off on uh, the 4th of July weekend early. With U2, we'll pass those out around 7.30 this morning. Uh, 9 o'clock, we'll send you to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. It's uh, it's pretty simple. You text in, you win, you, you get to go to L.A.
0: Didn't somebody hit you up this week and say, like, hey, uh, I won last week uh, uh, or I won last
1: time? Yeah, there, there, there was a guy who won a trip last year, and he said uh, it was the first time he had ever been out there, and that he loved the trip, and he said, uh, apparently I heart Media treated him really, from the moment he got off the plane to the moment they put him back on the plane, he said, your company treated me really, really well. And I was like, tell me, and I told him, I was like, come inside the radio studio one day and tell me what that's like in front of my boss. I want want to hear what it's like when this company treats somebody well. No, but uh, yeah, but you can win your way in. Uh, Nine o'clock this morning, we'll pass out that trip to Los Angeles. How are you this morning, Phantom?
0: Uh, Not too bad. Uh, The thing I will complain about first thing right out of the gate, uh, Cavaliers lost last night, kind of bummed out about that. LeBron Ron James just has a really hard time playing in Salt Lake City, and I don't understand it. At first, I was like, no, it's not true. And then I was like, well, maybe it is true. Oh, did you run the numbers? And then last night, I mean, I think it was his sixth loss in a row in Salt Lake, and it's just like... It seems like a weird place to lose. Why? Why, LeBron? Why? If it was Denver and it was like, dude, hey, the altitude gets to me, and I don't know, I can't, you know, right. I got sickle cell anemia or whatever. Is it looking past the Jazz? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I mean, the Jazz don't suck, so I don't think it's like, hey, we don't respect the Jazz. I think it's, I I, I, I just can't put my thumb on it. I, I woke up this morning and saw that, and I'm like, LeBron, why can't you play in Utah? It just doesn't make sense to me. Maybe the, Morm- maybe the Mormons intimidate him. I don't know what it is. Uh- <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that's it. Kyle Korver made his debut last night. Did though, he? So that's good news. So that so whole
1: thing's not being hung up. I thought there was like a there was going to be a snack.
0: Nope. Mike Dunleavy has reported to the Atlanta Hawks and passed his physical. Therefore, that completes the the trade for Kyle Korver. And Kyle Korver uh, laced them up last night for the Cavs. The NBA's
1: had a weird couple of days, and I might be waiting you into something you don't know about. But have you? Did you pay attention to this Derrick Rose thing with the Knicks? Like, oh, appa- yeah. Like apparently, Derrick Rose just went MIA for a few days, and or and, a
0: day, and well, a game, like a game, and they no, missed the whole game. That's the whole thing is like he was supposed to show up. I think it was a seven thirty game. Players usually show up about two hours before. Never showed up. You know, obviously the, uh, the Here. Knicks, the Knicks sending text messages, trying to call the dude, trying to get a hold of him. And eventually they get a hold of him and he just says, uh, I, I, I have things to take care of or something like that. And it's like, listen, I understand. I understand. Uh, if is you, there about to be another woman coming forward? I and, mean, he just got through that. True. He just got through I a mean, rape. He allegation. just got through that. Uh, and, uh, I understand there's going to be times when you as a man decide, Hey, I have to prioritize one things over another. And if you have a family issue or you have something that's that serious, but you still have to call off work. Well, you have to communicate that. Right. Like,
1: There are definitely things that could come up in either one of our lives that would require us to step away from here for the day. But we respect one another enough to be like, yo, dude, this is what's happening with me.
0: You might not right. tell the world, but I'm going to tell you. Right. And and, and, and it, it, at the very least, I mean, I, you know, we can debate whether it is or is not appropriate for players to take time off. Yeah, right? but we, that's not this discussion. This this discussion is, well, if you're going to take the time off, like you have to take it. You Alert can't, somebody. You get no call, no show, right. dummy. So right. I I uh, I think he's back with the team right now, but I don't know. It uh it uh, it goes to show you uh, the NBA for all of its uh for all of its superstars and all of like the things that like oh it's these superstars they run the league. Sometimes, dude, they're just a bunch of idiots out there. You know, head cases. Human just, beings. Right? Is what just they are. you and me. Right. Human beings is right. what they are. I,
1: I say it all the time. When they're on the TV, they're they're Derek Rose. But when they go right. home, they're just themselves. Um, I'll tell you what. It's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting though. Uh, you know as. The Knicks were coming out at at the onset of the season we're one of the super teams. Nobody's talking about us. We're building the super team. It's like, yeah, you were from like 2008. And like, they thought that, and Derek Rose was one of those guys. It's like, people aren't taking us seriously enough. And now sure enough, we're not, I mean, are we even halfway? I, I mean, <laughs> and now he's just like out,
0: like he's just a MIA for a game. I, I think you're seeing cracks there. Uh, another interesting thing about basketball. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Allen Iverson and a bunch of other former NBA players oh, are trying, no. they're trying to start a three on three professional league. Oh, I I love it. And half court. You know what I'm saying? They play the half court game, 3 on 3 kind of that streetball oh, style. Oh, Little Rucker Park. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just saw that this morning. I know Chauncey Billups name was attached and you know, know Iverson and TV used to kind of do this kind of stuff where you would get like that kind of like Saturday morning
1: it would be on it like one, you right. know, or Saturday afternoon at like right. one, and you would see something like that. I think it would be beneficial. The problem is I mean I, I can't imagine teams would want you using current players no. because you're going to get hurt like no. crazy. And guys who just got, you know, guys that just retired are all trying to sit behind a broadcast desk.
0: And, I- you're Right. Well, I
1: think we're probably although if you paid guys to continue to play basketball for a living, I, I think you could see people do it.
0: Probably what you're going to see is you're going to see dudes who just didn't make the cut. But they're the the whole thing with How's that is there going to be interest in that? Well, I mean, you, you can you can look at the NBA D League, you can look at you know basketball overseas, you even start looking at stuff like the Harlem Globetrotters. A lot of those dudes who just didn't make the cut yeah. already have a gig. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. already have something. And I don't know if there's room necessarily. And then you throw in NCAA basketball. I don't know if there's room necessarily for like a true-to-the-heart professional three-on-three street hoops team.
1: I think the only way it works is if they're current or former stars that you care about, and it's like now you're building these dream teams. Like, I told you, right. if you ever put right. those three against those three, they'd right. win. And I think if you, if you could end sports argument with it, then I think people would care. But if you just give me some 19 year old kid out of North Carolina that wasn't good enough to go all the way, I, I don't think people are going to watch it. I'll go watch the Globetrotters if I want right, to.
0: Right? Yeah. I, I think the NBA stamps it out. If these dudes really try to get this thing off the off the off the ground, it's a little issue. Adam Silver's like, nah, bro. Nah. The idea is there. Right.
1: This is what I was saying about golf earlier this year is that I think golf would be benefited if it was a little bit more team based. People, lo- even people that don't watch golf, like the Ryder Cup because it's like America versus like Europe there. And I think if if, if if, If golf would do that, it's like, hey, the Adidas guys are going to take on the Nike guys tomorrow. I think more people would be interested. It's still a slow, boring sport for TV for most of you. But I think a little bit more people would be interested if you you pit the names against the names. But, you know, they don't really do that. So uh, there has been a resolution uh, uh, to a local story here, and it's uh, the worst-case scenario. A lot of you have heard, maybe some of you haven't, a four-year-old went missing Monday night uh, uh, from the back of – A restaurant here uh, in Jackson Township. Right. Um, And uh, her body was found in the freezer of Ang's Asian Cuisine in Jackson Township. And her parents have been arrested. The mother struck the girl in the head numerous times on Monday, uh, killing her daughter. The father tried to perform CPR to save the girl's life. He was unsuccessful in that. And uh, he has been charged with felonious assault and murder. And, uh, I'm sorry, the, the wife was charged with felonious assault and murder and the husband has been charged being complicit in both those charges. So, um, I don't know. I I, I don't know how you examine this. I was telling Fantone before the show started, uh, the thing that kind of, and I, and I hate to make this personal for me, but when I hear stories like this, I just, it kind of makes me obviously angry, you know, the way I know a lot of you are, um, and, I kind of internalize everything and and it kind of makes me put it through my own personal filter. And, you know, I've kind of hinted at this a little, you know, here and there, but my brother and my sister-in-law lost a, a child, you know what I mean? At four months. And it like ripped my family apart, like ripped us apart for a long time. And my brother and Roxanne had to do like a ton of work on their marriage and it's to be commended. But so when I see stuff like this, I think about parents who have gone through that and think about having to live in that world. Where it's like, you, the one thing you wanted more than anything in the world was ripped from you and you see these people who, and I, I, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, pretend to know, but it comes off as if you have this like the most special thing and you don't care at all. And so I think about those people today. I think about those people that had to survive something like that and have to read news like that and, and like go to that place of, why didn't I have to, you know what I mean? Why didn't I get my baby? I don't know. That's kind of where it's hard for me not to go to that place. I
0: I think everyone, you know, you you try to be as empathetic as possible in these situations and you put it through the kids you love in your life and, 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 you know, but I don't even know if I can begin to imagine just the the awfulness that I'm sure this girl's family feels. Outside of her mom and dad, there were people that loved this girl. You know what I'm saying? There were aunts and uncles, I would imagine. Grandparents. Grandparents, and I'm sure there people that love this girl and the fact that that this all happened in such a a, a horrific fashion um it, it is you look for some sort of silver lining you look for some sort of logic in it you look for some sort of like no dude it's gonna be okay but i just don't know if that exists in this story Yeah, it's
1: uh you know when i i was sitting on the couch yesterday and uh, a friend of mine texted me and she was like hey have you heard this yet and i said no and She sent me you know, an article on it, and again, the story's posted for you at WRQK.com, and that makes me feel like such a sleazeball pig to do that right there. Um, but she sent me the article, and, and I read it, and I was like, because when, when a missing child story comes up, it's always in the back of your mind that this is what's going to end up happening. Oh, yeah. You're dude. sitting there. Your fingers crossed. Yesterday, I remember being on the broadcast, and I was like, fingers crossed. like You want the best thing to happen here, but it's always in the back of your mind. like You keep yourself braced.
0: For that news, I uh yesterday during the show I I talked about how people automatically went to oh these are terrible parents and obviously with hindsight vision these are the worst parents on the face of the planet yeah we did kind but, of come but, down but, a little judgmental on that well but at we the same did. time oh y- I forgot about that we did I, I, but at the same time you you are you, 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 you have that thought in your head but I try to give people the benefit of the doubt of hey you have a missing child I don't automatically say hey you're guilty you're the guilty, court you're of public at,
1: you know the court right. of public opinion can hang you before you're guilty just
0: because sure. they were right there. Doesn't Doesn't necessarily mean they were right in the overall, you know, so I, 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 you you bring up an interesting point and, 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 um,
1: I don't really want to condemn, you know, people too far for this because you have the right to feel the way you feel. But one of the things that's going to be hard for me today is I'm going, we're going to have to post this story and I have, I've posted it at the Facebook pages and of course it's online and we're going to read what people say just out of interest. And it's a local story kind of needs to stay up on it and, you know, get people's take on it and, and the like, and you're going to get to read and I understand why people go there over a child. Die. I totally do. But we're gonna get to see the inside of people through their comments today. And sometimes honestly, sometimes it's very depressing. Yeah, the bloodlust in on on
0: social media is. It can there. get a
1: little anytime there's anytime there's a And it's always children, like, you know, whether it be pedophilia or whether it be, you know, you know, a child abduction or child murder. That's what really like. And I understand. Like I said, I totally understand why it boils our blood. I get it. But there's going to be a moment through the four hours of this broadcast today where I am like scrolling through comments and I'm going to think to myself numerous times where like, you know what, I wish I wouldn't
0: have read that. You've seen that, or at least I've seen that a lot recently um, with people talking about the Dylan Roof story, the kid that shot up the yes. Charles in South Carolina. Yes. And he because he's going to get, yeah, he's get the death penalty. And, right? and people, I mean, listen, I understand that it's a heinous crime. It's absolutely terrible. Uh, but the bloodlust and the teeth that come out on people, it, it really is like, whoa, whoa.
1: But. Yeah, it can, be, it, it can be a lot to take in. So I'll remind you of this, that at 7.30, we'll send you to U2. That show's going to be July 1st at First Energy Stadium in Cleveland, where the Browns play. So you'll finally get to see something exciting happen there. And uh, 9 o'clock we'll send you to Los Angeles For the iHeartRadio Music Awards I got a lot on my mind today, I'll be honest with you right. uh, Today marks an anniversary for me um, There's a big thing happening In the career of myself and Fantone today We'll get into a little bit of that Oh, oh And you guys need to be careful while you're leaving for work I'll tell you why next on the Stansbury. Show 106.9 Welcome back to the Stansbury Show Win yourself uh, U2 tickets for their show July 1st First Energy Stadium up in Cleveland At 7.30 this morning We're going to do something nuts a little crazy? We're gonna do something nuts. What are we gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna play something out of YouTube's catalog, and then when it's over, then I'm gonna give you tickets.
0: Ah.
1: Nobody on the radio's ever done
0: that. Well, touch of touchstones right there. Yeah. Yeah. You're cute to call.
1: But right? I mean, we I don't know. We should do a little bit more of that. Hey, we're we're giving away tickets to see this band. Let's. Play this band.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. You can knock on... We
1: we played them a little earlier this morning, but I'm going to play something else at 7.30.
0: You can knock on cliches, but they're cliches for a reason. They work. I mean, that's how they got there. So welcome back to the program. We're online at
1: WRQK.com. We're also uh, sending you out to Los Angeles at 9 a.m. this morning for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. You'll get your keyword, you'll text it in, and you'll get out of the freezing cold for a little while. Now, that's kind of where I wanted to head here. Okay. Today's one of the most dangerous days... That you will drive to work. You know why? Because you get up, you get dressed, you walk outside, there's no snow. It's not, it doesn't even feel all that cold. No, it's pretty warm out. And you press on the gas pedal and you think, I'll do 80. There is more what they call black ice, which we all know is the worst kind, uh, all over the road. Jeez. All over the road. And honestly, I mean, dude, very slippery, slick conditions on the uh, like on and off ramps like, type thing. I, Dude, I had a guy almost hit me. He was driving a white, I believe it was Dodge, like caravan. He was,
0: we were getting off a shoeful this morning. Uh, uh, uh. Is it either, either a dad there that's, that's going to work, hating his newspaper kids? guy. I think. Okay, I was gonna <laughs> say, or some sort of weirdo, which might be the same thing, dude. When I used to work by the repository, those people that deliver the repository, oh weirds, oh, oh, yeah, they're they're weirdos. Oh, oh.
1: And so, like, the guy was like riding my ass as we were getting off the exit, and All I right. was like, and there was a guy like, like really close in front of me, and like I was like, I don't know where you want me to go, and I don't think he understood. it. It's like, and then so we made that right there to come into the ra- and it was filled with ice. I mean, there's ice all over the road. So what I'm saying is, you can't see it. You don't think it's there. You're gonna,
0: you know, drive as normal. I'm gonna tell you, slow it down just a little bit, at least early on today. Yeah, when I uh, when I got out of the car this morning at the radio station parking lot, like I stepped on the ground. And I'm like, damn, dude, this is way more slippery than right. I thought it would be. You know, it's bad if I'm telling you to drive slower yeah, slow because down. slow
1: driving makes me absolutely crazy. Makes me crazy. I um. There's long been this theory that's been attached to every uh, radio show that I've ever, you know, either done or been a part of. Okay. And, uh, and uh, l- listeners of, uh, of mine for a long time will know, this, uh, will know this saying, that the only way out is through. That's the only way out, is to go through the problem there. And, uh, you know, a lot of radio programmers will tell guys like me not to do what I'm about to do right now. But I, I, do, I have a lot on my mind, and I feel as if if I don't release it. Then I'm going to keep it bottled up. Next thing you know, I'm going to end up like, you know, screaming at Fantone over nothing. (laughs) What, man? Why? Over Florida woman doing something (laughs) stupid. Next thing you know, Fantone's getting his face melted off and everybody's like, geez, it wasn't even like he was right. That woman was crazy. Right? So there's a, there's just a lot going on with me and us and, uh, and and the show. So let's start here first and foremost. As I already gave you a warning about the driving, let me uh, let me do another one of those. Okay. Okay? Today marks the 3-year anniversary of what I have long said for 3 years was the worst mistake of my life. All right? 3 years ago today, a little later this evening, I was arrested for driving while intoxicated. And I have felt really dumb every moment of my life since doing that. I know better than that. Uh, was raised better than that, have had family members who I saw do that, and I was like, dude, that's really dumb. Why would you do that? Now, luckily, for me and for everybody else, no car was wrecked. I walked away. Nobody else was hurt. And that is the only silver lining for that. Except for the fact that it has taught me a life lesson. And I have changed my behavior. Not that I quit drinking. I love to drink. I love to drink too right. much. Right, right. But right. I, but I, but I now like to get rides home and I like to Uber or I like to, you know, go somewhere walking distance. It's one of the reasons why I live where I live, why I live where I live. I wanted to be walking distance from cool places to drink like BuzzBean. And <clears throat> so it's, but it's always there. And it's just now, like, we're starting to become less expensive. Just now. Three years later, right. 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 I mean, do you not understand? They've done a fantastic job, the law enforcement has now, of hitting your life at multiple angles after you've been caught. Like they make it difficult for your driving. They make it very expensive. that's inconvenient, and it's like so. What I say is, it's a full-on assault on your life. So, where if you don't learn that lesson, I think there is something. That there might be indicative of a small problem. Might be not not a guarantee,
0: but might be. I think once you start getting into multiple arrests for the same for the same you know behavior, I think you you certainly have gotten to a problem there. You know, I, I at the end of the day, we all have to be responsible for our decisions. And when you decide to crack a beer open or to drink. Or whatever, or really, when you decide to go get your driver's license, you're signing up for the terms and conditions right. of that of that contract. You will not drink and drive. So I I I, uh, I commend you for, for taking that lesson. Um, obviously, there's people who have had multiple infractions of that crime and, and continue to to do that. I don't know how you're affording it. Hey, I don't you know,
1: know how you are. I mean, it was by the time I'm done, all in insurance included, it was like a like an eleven thousand dollar procedure. It's a
0: lot of money, dude. And let's talk. Let's be real, dude. In those past three years, how many times have you and I talked? talked about, like, dude, you know what, $10,000 on a car? Oh, I'd love that. Or $10,000 to, like... So I'll walk you through the situation,
1: right? I had just been fired from a radio station because they flipped and went Spanish after hiring me, and they flipped the radio station 31
0: days after I got hired. Yeah, that sucked, dude. I remember when that happened. I didn't even know you at that point, but I knew who you were, and I was like, oh, that... Why hire me? I was like, that fat idiot, he's going to go be on the alternative rock station, Sure. (laughs) And so, yeah, it was like, yeah, he's
1: playing Alanis Morissette and And then talking about his dad. It's weird.
0: I can barely get that radio station. (laughs) That's
1: cool. And so I had been let go and I was just like in the dumps. I was like, oh my God, that's probably it. That's probably the end of the broadcast career and I didn't know what was going to happen. And so like the biggest client of that radio station had a birthday party and said, hey, why don't you come out and have dinner with us? And I, here's the crazy thing is that what do I say about my gut? If my gut tells me something, I'm just going to go with it. My gut that day said, dude, something bad's going to happen. You shouldn't do this. <clears throat> so I went anyway, and I had too much to drink, and I drove home. Right? And that was dumb. Yeah, it was. And uh, so, like, I hit. So all I had been doing was bartending at that point. And up in, like, in, in a sock in, my, in, like, my dresser, I had, like, $5,400 in cash. From bartending for like a year and a half. Like, it wasn't like, hey, that was like three days worth of money. I mean, it took me. And that, that, you just, that next morning when I woke up on the 12th, I was like, well, there goes that. Light it on fire. Every dollar, there goes that. I mean, it's just not a great decision. So that's going on with me. I got that weighing on my mind. Okay. And um, also, here's this, and I shouldn't be bothered by this, but I am. Um, I'm pretty sure a woman that i kind uh, of uh, that, that i kind of will always have a little bit of a thing for yeah. is on the trip where she's about to be asked to be married <sighs> And that kind of bummed me out when I saw that. I was like, uh, like I know, like I've known for a while. It's never going to be her and I, and that kind of sucks. But there's always that thing about somebody that's like, dude, she's awesome. And if I could find all of those things in somebody else, that would make me want to date that person. It uh. And I think I'm pretty sure she's on that trip right now, where the guy's gonna like man up and ask her. And it's like sucks to know. It's like, well, that's the bow on that. Tough, tough pill to
0: swallow. That sucks. Even (laughs) even if you even if you aren't necessarily like you said like holding on to anything with her, I think. not everybody has, uh, you know, I, you know, well, I've she's so hot people. and
1: she's so much fun, and we had so much fun together, and like, she's just an awesome person and she kind of forced me to come out of my comfort zone a little bit and that and so you always kind of admire people and and
0: more than missing her sometimes really who I was with her well and 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 comparing yourself of where do I stand now versus where she stands now at one point we were peers at one point we were both on the same page we were in the same relationship and she's advanced and then all of a sudden she's up here and you feel like you haven't reached that level a woman found another
1: woman found herself in my house last night because of that right and I, and, I, and I hate to admit that about myself, but that totally happened. I was like, you know what? I don't feel great. I need somebody to make me feel great. Let's go through the Rolodex. That's exactly what happened. All right. Now there's this.
0: Okay. But wait, there's
1: more. But wait, there is more. You know what? I'm late, right? Yeah. I'm late. Okay. You know what? There is something affecting now. That was me. Okay? Now there's something affecting both of us before we can get this show started. Show's awesome. not starting until 7 o'clock is essentially the point. Why do you think we're giving you U2 tickets? It's like, that's why you're getting those at 7 o'clock. It's like, woohoo! show has started. No, no, seriously, something is affecting us both. And, uh, and uh, honestly, it affects the, the audience of the radio show as much as it affects us. So we'll get into that next on The Sansbury Show. 069. Welcome back to The Sansbury Show. If you're a U2 fan, we'll uh, pass out a pair of tickets for you at 7.30 this morning. They're going to play First Energy Stadium in Cleveland July 1st, starting here uh, 4th of July weekend off a little early. U2 seems to be that band via Twitter that over the last couple of days we've been talking about passing out those tickets, where people either are like excited or they're like, dude, that's the band that I hate more than any band ever. It seems like they're very divisive.
0: I uh, I can see that. I mean, obviously... They're a little pretentious. As a little pretentious. And I, and I think,
1: honestly, I think this may be true. I, I, I'd be interested to get your opinion on this, Fanto. Do you believe that people bring their personal feelings on Bono as a person, and that overshadows
0: how they would feel about the music? Yeah, totally. And that happens with artists... Uh, you know artists athletes celebrities radio show hosts you definitely know, uh, happens with athletes all all the time um but at the end of the day bono you signed up for it when you start spewing your mouth and i mean listen dude it's america you say whatever the hell you want to usa usa all the way i don't care if you're irish um but you know for when you get praised for that and everyone's like oh he's such a good guy and he wants to end aids you're like yeah dude yeah pat me on the back it's great it's great it's great but then when people start screaming at you you know shut your liberal mouth you stupid you know right. socialist you got to deal with that too i mean that's the same world we live in well yeah.
1: You know, I think it was one of the guys from Run DMC that said famously on one of those VH1, like, I love the 80s shows. He was like, you know, you got to respect Bono a little bit, man. That was kind of ballsy to come over here in the 80s and start making songs about our politics. And he did. I mean, if you didn't realize that yeah. when those songs were up, but if you really listen to them, I mean, dude, he talks about Martin Luther King being shot in his songs. I mean, dude, he kind of waded in into American, you know, politics pretty heavily
0: there. Well, and you know, obviously, everything that happened in Ireland in, in, in that in that right. era, it was a was a big part of it too. So to see a socially conscious band be one of the biggest bands on the face of the planet, it's impressive. It is. Get a little history
1: lesson in there. There you go with their music. I've always said that about Iron Maiden too. It's kind of like, you know, history class with, like, guitar It's Pretty interesting um, that that band got as popular as they did, given some
0: of their subject matter. You know, Rime of the Ancient Mariner. It's like, dude, you got metalheads to wrap their, head, their heads around that. Hey, dude, you know I mean, a more recent, but Rage Against the Machine, obviously, slow yeah, down. Like, these are all bands that just put put it out there 100%, and, y- you know, you, you live with the consequences, for, for better or worse. I guess real and, you know, conflict will always sell. You know what I mean? And real
1: conflict will always sell there. So 730 will pass out some... You two tickets. So today's a big day for Fantone and I. Okay. Um, uh, today is judgment day. Okay. Today is judgment day. Terminator 2? What? <laughs> what's now, happening? I heard our boss was out of the office yesterday. Yeah. So a co-worker of ours has said this. So I could be wrong even again here because my boss hasn't said anything to me yet, but I haven't seen him yet this morning. Um, But I hear our ratings come out today.
0: Ah, report cards.
1: Now, this is always a very touchy time for the radio guy because we live and die by these things. And we like to pretend, uh, you know, during the ratings period, ah, we don't care. And we don't. But the day of, all of a sudden... You get a little tight in the in the B H.
0: Well, there's <laughs> you do. You get a little tight. There, there, there's two things happening right here. Number one, a huge part of how you're evaluated by the company happens through ratings, and rightfully so. That's you know that's that's kind of the system that we, we have as a, as a as an industry. Um, so that's obviously going to be very important to us. How the company sees us, whether we're worth moving forward with, whether we're worth paying more money, whether we're worth bonusing more money, all that stuff becomes a reality today. I think another la- a- avenue of it, and which is unfair.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean that's a little unfair. I mean we do work in an unfair business about how we're how, how we're calculated and yeah. how we're evaluated. If,
0: if what you're saying to me is that at the end of the day, radio ratings are all made up numbers, yes, I will agree <laughs> with you 100, percent dude. At the end of the day, it is. I, I, I know the system that it works and like the the representation of such, but we play by the rules. We play by, you know what I'm saying? Like, th- here's my problem:
1: is that we're kind of in this in this moment with this company where we have agreed that we want to sign on for another contract here. Everybody kind of like the, the the company has indicated to us that they want us to sign another deal here. We have kind of told the company we want to sign another deal. Now the parameters for said deal have not been talked about at all. And I kept saying for months on end, they're going to wait until this book comes out. And my boss kept saying, you're paranoid, that's not what's going to happen. Sure enough, we're getting the ratings either today, this week, or whatever. And surprise, our deals will be put in front of us next week. They're going to base it on what they get today. And I just, not that I'm going to change it, but it kind of bumps me out. It kind of bums me out that it's not like you know what. Here, these guys are. They've been here now. They're coming up on their third year here at this radio station. Everything has increased since the day we hired them. The, the the charity events that we have done have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger every time. Now it's like we've seen real growth. And so now I'm I still and it's not my bosses here. It's the business. It's the industry. I work in these in this industry where these dudes are afraid until they get empirical data right in front of them that says this is a bona fide hit and that's a scary way to live my life well I mean it is
0: at this point luckily I think we do have at least a decent resume of of mm. increase we have uh, we have increased ratings there's no question about that yeah obviously dang, going that in, one did well, happen. going into today we'll see what happens in this ratings period but as far as from where we started almost three years ago to where we were in our last report card we have increased ratings across the board as a radio station as a show revenue uh, to right uh, people uh, men, we've we've increased ratings. And you're right. Revenue, we've made more money for the radio station. So I feel pretty confident about it. I, obviously, you're right. You know, like any business, there's just some bean pusher or bean counter up in an office yeah. looking at the numbers and like, oh, well, god. I don't well, care what don't your know. job is. There's an unfair aspect of it. Right. And, 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 and I think a, a second layer of this, um, while I think Dan and I are both very proud of the show that we put on on a regular basis, I think we both have faith in it. I think we both know good radio well enough. To to say, hey, I, I did a good show we, today. We know the shows when that weren't good. We walk out and be like, yeah, let's brush refresh tomorrow. But a big part of 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 who we are goes into this, and like, there is a personal level of this where if we don't do as well as I want us to do, I take it personally. Yeah, I do. I will. There, there, there's no way I don't evaluate myself and what I do without that number.
1: It never, like I said, during during the ratings period, I never think about it. I never, ever think in the morning, oh my God, we're in a ratings period, this needs to be a great show. I never think about it, ever, because I feel like that will affect performance. So I'm very good at like taking that and putting it in the box and going, ah, I don't care, I'm going to show up, I'm going to play the way I play every single day, you're not changing me. And then... But with the day of, I am always like, oh, my God, at home, this doesn't work. And the thing about it is, is that this is going to set how much money we're going to make the next time around. Now, I, I, I don't want to be guilty of being one of these radio guys that's got a great job. It's going to bitch about how little money he makes. Right. But the truth of the matter is, we are paid a little bit on the lower end scale, even for this market. What this market should bear, we're paid a little bit on the lower scale. And I remember telling them when he hired me, I said, I'm going to sell myself in here cheap. Because I'm going to do so well, I'm going to force you to pay me. I'm going to back you into a corner of how it's going to be undeniable. And that was the last book when they refused to do it. And now what I worry is going to happen is when we're actually up and when we're actually going to start negotiating money, that I'm going to have the luck I've always had in my life where this is the book that comes out not indicative of the street. We take a dip. And now for three more years, you and I are going to be a little resentful. Because we're not going to – that's why I worry. That's why I care about the – rate. look, I meet enough of you guys out in the street. I know you're listening. I know you're listening because I, I talk to you guys everywhere I go, and I love that. So I know the show's catching on. I know it's popular. I know it's one of your first destinations in the morning to listen to. I know all of that. My bosses don't because that's what bosses are. Bosses at your job are the same way. They don't really know about the day in and day out of your life and your working situation. And so, like, I just worry now that the, the, there's going to be this thing, and that—that's it. Like I said, I'm not—I'm not, I'm not going to beat you over the head with it, but it's something going on with me. It's on my mind, and I felt like if I didn't get it out,
0: we were going to have a. You know, piss poor show, and I didn't want to. In the last decade that I've worked in radio, decade plus, I guess at this point, um, one of the things that I've always kind of been able to do is is you don't get too high on ratings and you right. don't get too low on ratings because at the end of the day, they are just made up numbers. And in my mind, it's like, well, dude, you know whether it's a good show, you know whether it's a good station, you know whether it's a good product or not. I have faith in it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like not concerned. I'm not unconcerned the with the situation. Is, is but I can't. W- they let were so
1: high last time. There's no way not to take take a dip this time. right? And I know radio management. uh, They're known to knee jerk. Trending downwards. Trending down. Right. Right. Now, I'm not hitting the panic button, but it is something that needs to be, where I at least need to be aware that it's a possibility of that can go sideways today. You feel better? Yeah. I mean, I'll say this. Like you, I've kind of learned over my like 15 year career not to do this. The guy I used to work with, Maxwell, dude, dude, he would tear himself apart for two weeks before these things came out. And it was just like, dude, this isn't – it's not – you're going to put yourself in the grave 10 years early over the stress of it. Who cares? We're good. We know we're good. You go somewhere. And that's like kind of how I, you know, learn to do that. And like I said, that's how I judge it. And when I go out in the street, when I go out to the bars, when I go out to dinner, when I go out there, there's plenty of people who, who want to talk about the show, want to ask me where Fantone is. Cause that, and that, again, that's a testament to how good the show is. Is that people just assume that we're at each other's hips all day, every day.
0: Just arguing with each other, <laughs> right. doing New Turn Tuesdays and, everywhere we go. And,
1: and dude, that's the testament to the show being good. It really is. So, like, I know it's there. I just hope my bosses get to know it's there is all. Because I because the truth of the matter is this here's what it really comes down to. I absolutely love where I live. I love working here. I feel as if this is the best. Honestly, when you look at my history of radio shows and the success I once had, this show's better. This show's better. Is it all the way there yet? I don't know. But it seems like a lot of you are still on board. But I know the makings are better. And so, like, I'm excited about that. I love Canton. I want all in. And I just want to be here. That's it. And I just worry my boss is going to get the date and it says, nope, Sandsbury's kind of the problem. Time to go. Time time to go. I just worry about it. That's all. All right. We'll move forward, talk about things you guys actually care about that affect your life, uh, and including the draft position. We'll do it next on the Sandsbury. 6-9. Welcome back to the Stan'sbury Show on Rock 106.9. You know what? I've, I haven't mentioned at all yet today, Fanton and I'm sure you're annoyed by this. And I'm all sure right. you and your whole army are annoyed by this. I, I have not uh, I have not talked about the fact that we have WWE tickets. We have those.
0: That's coming up soon, dude. That's like 11 days away from right now. Yeah. Bruh. Yeah. Bruh. I'm excited. Not going to lie. Raw event going to be going down Canton Civic Center uh, last night or no I'm sorry yesterday in the afternoon I watched Monday Night Raw um, and uh, Roman Reigns lost oh, no. United States championship Chris Jericho your new US title holder and I'm sure he's going to be there dude getting uh, getting dude we're a week away from the Royal Rumble on that night that dude it's going to be amazing amazing
1: I checked out I uh, <laughs> wait what see <laughs> done?
0: We ready to go. <laughs> dude, you know I'm just messing with you. I uh I got tickets uh Me from too. the boss, man. Me I got too. tickets from the boss I'm man. I'm gonna go. And it's not front row, and I'm happy about that. Me and my girlfriend are gonna be sitting out there with the people with the WWE universe. We oh. chant New Day Rocks. Fantone hang with the That that's uh, gonna be awesome, dude. I like it. Can't, dude cannot wait.
1: Uh yeah, I don't wanna be anywhere near the ring itself. I uh I, I believe I have uh, yeah, I have tickets in the in the regular seats as well. And I'm happy with that. I'm alright with it. I'm gonna go. I, I actually, I think what I'm doing is I'm a friend of mine. I think her little brother, yeah, is a big WWE fan. So she was like, "Will you do me a favor? Can we take my little brother?" And so
0: I think we're gonna do that. Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins. It's gonna be lit, dude. New Day, Cesaro and Sheamus. Dude, say something that I can. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. I assume Charlotte's a diva? Yeah, no, they're no longer divas, dude. They're superstars. Oh, sorry, sorry, they, they, sorry, sorry. They, they, yeah, dro- yeah, that's right, right. They dropped that. Their they're women are on par with the men. I, but isn't the show still called Divas? Uh, Total Divas is still Total Divas, but that's like a year behind of what WWE like does. Like the filming? Yeah, so I don't know what the story There's is. There's a woman
1: here in this building who you would never think watches like trash TV like that, who apparently is all caught up in the total diva show. And she told me she was like you will love that show.
0: It's amazing. You throw something on the E network and you tell broads like, "Hey, you right. have to watch this." And they're like, "Okay, I'll watch it." I mean, they almost look like a Kardashian. They do. They all just look like porn stars. They just, they, they like all those broads How the I same watch names. That. They have the same names. Hey, same- almost porn. I mean, that sounds good, <laughs> I guess.
1: I mean, I dude, I live alone. I I, dude, I don't I don't need Divas. I got porn. I, you know, I don't need the almost porn. All right, so here's the deal. 7.30, you're getting you 2 tickets. Yep. 9 o'clock, you're getting a trip to Los Angeles. Okay. So maybe what we'll do is uh, at, at 8.30 then. All right. We'll pass out these WWE tickets. I like it. And again, that event, the 22nd
0: Civic Center, there. We do have an interview set up, by the way. I don't know who. Do? I don't know with who, but I was emailing with WWE yesterday. Oh. And boy, oh boy, you want to talk about a WWE erection. Fantone had one yesterday, sending out the emails, dude. So
1: awesome. So our sales staff sent us both the email and said, hey, here's the contact information if one of you guys wants to reach out. And I just looked over at the board. I was like, <laughs> you're going to kill me if I send this email before you do, right? <laughs> he was like, come on, man. Let me do it. So I was like, yeah, man, you handle the WWE world. Yeah, so I got to get it. I, take I might even of. be absent on the interview. I might just be like, you know what? I'm going to put these headphones into what's Rover talking about? I might do one of those that day. Just let you go all WWE and get that figured out. All right, the Browns have released their draft like analysis or grade, if you want to call it that, on this quarterback out of North Carolina, Mitch Trubisky, who is a local kid. He's from Menor. And uh, let me give you some quick stats here: six-three, two-twenty, and that's what they say is about like the the general, like quarterback build. That's like that's the typical NFL build. So we like that. Um, threw for just under thirty-eight hundred passing yards this last year. Thirty touchdowns, six interceptions. Uh, again, he was a uh, uh, North Carolina Tar Heel. It was his first season under center. He led the Tar Heels to an 8-5 record, uh, finishing the season with a 25-23 loss to Stanford in the Sun Bowl. Stanford's no joke, though. They're a pretty good team there. David Shaw has them playing well. Um, His physique here, Fantone, they say Mitch has an NFL-type physique, 6'3", 220, like we had said. And apparently he has above-average strength. The arm accuracy, uh, apparently he's got really good arm strength. He can make any throw, they say here, but uh, they say he has shown the ability to accurately fire both bullet passes into tight windows. That is important. As well as touch passes on deep balls and like leading the receiver he's pretty good at. So overall, they say here that the grade's pretty good. That he looks pretty good. Now looking at his weaknesses, and here's the first one they list, which would warn me away off the kid right away, given who we are as a franchise. The ability adapting to a pro style offense. Well, bro,
0: well, I mean. Uh, but that's going to be any quarterback you talk about nowadays. That's going to be any quarterback coming out of the NCAA is going to have a, at least at least that should be a question of, well, are they able to? I mean, uh, uh, very few colleges are running what is a true-to-the-heart pro-style right. no, offense. No, I know that.
1: So, uh, and I've always been perplexed by it. It's like, we're supposed to be coaching, we're supposed to get, get these guys ready for the next level, and then we don't.
0: But it's but it's not, I don't think. The NCAA doesn't isn't They don't f- view themselves
1: as the feeder to the NFL. They right. don't.
0: They're, they're viewing it as hey, how do we put the best product forth? How do we we win games. And
1: that's why the NFL is going to bring you the (laughs) D-League.
0: So, I I, I think any quarterback you take, you're going to have to ask that question with very few exceptions. Is is this guy going to be able to keep up with NFL-style defenses and and running the NFL-style offense and the good thing about that is that's a learned behavior. I think you can teach that. I don't know if you can necessarily teach, you know. You can't he, teach arm strength. Well, right, and you can't teach being six foot three and able to extend plays like he can. I, I'm not trying to come up on a, hey, dude, if this is who we should pick. I'm just saying that's, that's something you can teach. You should be able to teach.
1: The other weakness they have on him, and I think it's a big one, especially for the franchise we are, is sample size. I mean, the kid didn't play long enough. I mean, you're talking about now how the, these guys come out and, and they're not ready. I mean, dude, most of these, some of these quarterbacks play three, four years. Dude, this is one year. I don't know if we can put the franchise in his hands at, at a year at North Carolina, right? At an eight and five record. I mean, now Hugh's the quarterback whisperer, right? Like that's the whole thing is that you know he made Andy Dalton play better and that like he's an offensive guy. So could he get the most out of this kid? Probably. I I, I I would say probably, but I can't say definitively, but I would say probably. My thing is is that you can't Aaron Rodgers them because there's nobody to sit behind.
0: Well, I mean and somebody. So,
1: there's RG three here. there's yeah, somebody. But, the, but that's the problem. Is that if you take Mitch or you take Deshaun Watson, you can't Aaron Rodgers him. Because this audience and, and the and, and the fan base and I get it is going to sit in the bleachers when RG3 is out there stinking it up all over the field. They're going to yell, Deshaun, they're going to yell, Mitch, and you're going to feel the pressure. You can't Aaron Rodgers a guy here Not until you get a guy
0: Who can play quarterback Um, You should though You should I, 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 Like I said with Not Manziel, arguing like I, like I said with Manziel When he was first drafted and, and, and these expectations We have on rookie quarterbacks And rookies in general Is that dude You have to give these guys A minute to catch up with And honestly A season A year Of like We are not playing you Regardless of circumstance You have to give these guys Time to just I mean, Carl- catch up with the game
1: Dude Carson Palmer Sat a year
0: Like people forget Like dude A lot
1: of these quarterbacks Sat Dude Tom Brady Didn't play right away sad. a lot of these guys
0: sit. You bring up Tom Brady and and obviously how how late he went in the draft, coming from a small or well coming from Michigan. You talk about Big Ben, who's coming from a small college, and 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 you know I think there's there's room for. Looking at this guy, I I, I think just I do too. The fact that he's from North Carolina is doesn't like oh he's I know gone.
1: I mean do Big Ben went to Miami right. of Ohio right. so I mean you, you kind of have to look at college and be like okay I mean do look at uh, do Carson Wentz went to North Dakota
0: State but you know with 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 all of this being said I just don't see this as the pick if we're talking about the number not one the number draft number one pick, pick if they draft him number one that's idiotic and and what's the other one number twelve that they have or number number eleven or something like that I and believe I, it's eleven if he's still if he's still I could be there. Even that though. He-
1: oh no, I don't. I don't think you pick him. That I, I was going to say. If you can get him in a bargain bottom second round, I take him. Because again, I think Hugh can groom a
0: guy. Browns don't have the capabilities to 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 take on a project like that. They're
1: gonna take a, dude. They're gonna pick Miles Garrett. From what I hear, Miles Garrett is a non miss pick. No matter they say, no matter where Miles Garrett goes, no matter what the organization is like, no matter what the coaching is like, that kid will play and he'll play at a high level. Where these quarterbacks, Trubisky and Watson and Kaiser and all these other guys, they say, dude, if they don't land at the right coaching. Staff that they're all gonna be bust outs because they just need that next level nurturing. Now I think he might be the guy, but I don't know, dude. I, I think I don't trust Sashi Brown to make the evaluation at the number one pick for a quarterback. I don't. I really don't. And I don't know who I, I, and I don't think there's a bona fide first pick quarterback guy this year. I really don't. And I don't I just do Sashi Brown, I think, is the weakness maybe of the Browns. I, I really do. I think he might be the weakness. Now I don't know that. That's just that it's just kind of a feeling
0: when you have four picks in the top 50 and you're as bad as the Cleveland Browns are. You need four dudes who can immediately impact the game and a quarterback isn't a, 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 a rookie quarterback isn't going to immediately impact the game. Don't waste your pick.
1: I think Nathan uh, has the has the best idea here. He tweets in as the Stansbury. We need to go all defense and all offensive line. Agreed. Agreed. I think for the kind of team we're going to be, Cody Kessler or like one of those guys would would be okay enough. You know what I mean? You're not gonna be great next year. But if you increase the defense, and I think you need to give Greg Williams, your new defensive coordinator, some toys. I think you do. I think you gotta give him some stuff to play with. Right? I think if you fix that, you fix the offensive line, now you're starting to build. Now you're starting to get there.
0: It's gonna be a long next year though. Yeah, they're gonna suck again. Yeah, I
1: bet three wins probably.
0: There you go. Bet three wins. Raising the bar.
1: Woohoo! All right. We do have good news. What that's that? U- that's U2 tickets. We'll pass those out next on Rock, 106- Rock 106. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. You're just minutes away now from getting hooked up with U2 tickets for their show July 1st, First Energy Stadium uh, up there. We'll take caller 30 on those. 1-800-243-7625, the number you'll need. Do that here in just a couple of minutes. You know, I had a Trump story all set aside for 8 o'clock. Yeah. And the thing about our president elect is that you can you can prep your show the day before, yeah, and you can have you know well well, Trump did this, and I need to talk about this here, and then you can walk in in the morning and the guy wait for the pun, trumps himself there, and then pushes something else up that's like, well, now you got to talk about this, so we're still going to get into the thing I wanted to talk about at eight o'clock, but now I didn't even hear about this I didn't really come to this until this morning i don't know how I missed this yesterday. But there's now rumors, there's allegations that he was hiring prostitutes. And apparently there was um what is referred to as golden showers happening here where the where he was urinating where the with- so- with the
0: prostitutes there? Where this all goes back to is the uh, the allegations of Russian hacking, which, you know, has been, has been verified by the intelligence community. And what it, what, it, what it all comes down to is that it wasn't just the DNC that got hacked. It wasn't just the RNC that got hacked. Russia has been essentially trying to use Trump as their puppet. They're for, looking to compromise him. For, for years now. And uh, this all goes back to, and BuzzFeed published this article, and it's an unverified article. There's obviously a lot of hearsay that goes into this, Um, but uh, Trump was in Russia, I think it was five years ago at this point, and there is a tape of of him hiring Russian hookers, and this was in the same room that the Obamas stayed in, which I guess infuriated Trump. Uh I'm I'm reading a little bit about this yeah. and he had them urinate not on him he wasn't a part of the golden showers urinate on each other in the in that same room that the obamas stayed in to you know i i guess okay. get off
1: is Trump the kind of guy who could watch two women urinate on one another and
0: be, and be turned out by that? Yeah. And I'm not going to judge it. Look, everybody's got their thing. Right, dude, I'll say it from time and time again, dude. Uh, you close your doors in your bedroom. You do whatever the hell you uh, want. Do what you as, want. As long as they're consenting. I
1: try not to be the moral authority because, I, dude, everybody's got weird sex stuff and I don't know what you guys are doing in your bedrooms and I don't want you to think I'm judging you. So, like, you know, you guys do what you want. All right. Um, I don't know what the, I, honestly, I don't know what the prostitution law in Russia is. They seem to be very popular prostitutes here, so I would imagine that, that it's going to be very big business over there. Um, I, don't, I don't know the legalities of that.
0: Now this is just all you know, and obviously he wasn't the president elect at that point. No, this was but years ago. Right? As 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 a elected official, or as somebody who wants to be an elected official, I think the laws of America kind of apply all the time. Yeah, you can go over to Amsterdam and do bong rips, You know what I'm saying? But like, there's a little bit of me that's like, well, okay. You know. Let's 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 pivot
1: outside of Trump here just briefly. Okay, okay. with pivoting to Golden Showers. <laughs> so Cavs were supposed to play in Portland. Okay. There's outside of like you can't do it for the league, but J.R. Smith can't go into when, when they get to Oregon and buy some weed and smoke it.
0: If, if J.R. Smith was going to be president, oh,
1: but then again, I mean, that's the law of America. Yeah. That's a, that's, a, that, yeah, that's not apples to apples. That's not apples to apples there. I mean, five years ago, I, I don't know. I mean, I dude, if I was in Russia, would I hire prostitutes? I don't know. Probably not till I'm fifty. That's the rule. But he's but,
0: over. But you're not trying to be the president. You know what I mean? Like that's. Yeah, that's but was the he trying to be the president that. when he did it? Um. But nonetheless, when you decide to become the president, when you decide that hey, I'm going to do this, all that thing, all that stuff, essentially becomes like reviewable by the court.
1: He's now saying and this is obviously fake news, right. witch hunt type stuff. I don't. I don't know.
0: I don't know if this is fact or not, and honestly the fact that it's unverified, and you know obviously we'll see
1: I'm reading it at mirror, which is like a he said she said type site, but so I don't know, yeah, we don't know if this is this but, is one hundred percent accurate or not
0: but is it possible, yes. yes, and I don't mean in that sense of like well, is it possible that anybody could be doing something? Yes, of course, anything's possible, but do I think that Donald Trump? A, a, a man of great wealth and great influence likes to use his money and power to watch women do
1: his bidding, yeah. for sure he does. Yeah. Dude, there's a reason why men chase money and power yeah. it's to get women to do things at their beck and call because all men do their entire lives is get rejected by beautiful women. So, why do you think we chase, dude? Dave Chappelle says this all the time if a guy could bang a chick living in a cardboard box, he would never buy a house. This is dude, so that's of course, that's what he was
0: doing. And, and, and if this is not true, which- and so would your. Your husband, if you had all that money and was on a trip to Moscow, your
1: husband would do this stuff too. You know how I know? I've been to bachelor parties with your husbands. I know who they are when you're not standing right there.
0: If if this comes totally make room for and I'm not like, nope, dude, this proves that Hillary Clinton should be president. I'm not I'm not on that at all. If this is not true, something comparable is. There's no way, and I said it when I saw the grab the grabber by the P tapes, there is no way that there is not more of it. I would I would say yes, but what are we waiting on? What's there to wait on other than? And I know what somebody's
1: going to say, and maybe I have over. Maybe I, I didn't think about this. Is for him to actually take office. Mm-hmm.
0: Long four years in front of us. Yeah, I guess
1: you wait for like a huge like mistake misstep. You know, like wait a half hour and it will give you another Just
0: golden showers, dude.
1: Nothing wrong with it. No, dude, now, do it. Here's want. the thing. I'm. It's not for me. I once, I, I've told the story, I, I was in the shower with a woman once and she had kind of like indicated And I, it, dude, I it, I went through and I did It made me think differently of her on the other side of it It's just not
0: my thing That's why you do it to Russian prostitutes, not your wife Oh, I would too, I think Jesus I think I would, I, I think I would be into that I was hoping you were going to say something like, no, I respect all women, Fantone Of course I would never do that Dude, here, here's what we know about me in <laughs> Russia There's going to be enough vodka,
1: or it's going to be see-through anyway You're going to be fine But that's what Russian hookers are for. You know what I mean? To to work out your aggression. That's
0: what our next four years is for, man. More and more stories like this will continue to come out.
1: I mean, here's, and people always get mad when you do this, but you don't think the Kennedy brothers were golden
0: showering Marilyn Monroe in the White House? Of course they were. Dude, go back further. You don't think George Washington was into some kinky-ish? Come on now. Come on. Yeah. Yeah,
1: well, the ownership of evil—that part one.
0: No, no, but that's the thing too—is how they dehumanized people back then. Right. You don't think John Adams was 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 urinating on a slave? Come on now. That's what I'm saying, Come dude. I don't now. think
1: you got to be afraid of the Golden Shower President because we've already had him, dude. Anything sexually that could happen with a president, Kennedy did it. Like he did it. Keith Kennedy? <laughs> no, oh. dude. Don't do that. Not at once. That's, KDD, all, we, that's all we need. Golden showers. That's that's it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Akron's favorite morning man now is like the the poster boy for Golden Shot. He's going to kill you. Back it
0: off. What are we saying right now? He's going to
1: kill you. All right. We do have YouTube tickets. They're kicking off, uh, July 4th weekend. Actually, they're going to play, uh, July 1st up at First Energy Stadium. So we'll pass those tickets out right now. I said caller 30. Yep. So let's stay with that. one eight hundred two 243 You're getting hooked up with those. And, uh, you know what? It, I, we were all set to talk about pubic hair next, but Jeez. we're, gonna, but <laughs> right. But we're going to pivot okay. given, given okay. the subject matter we just got out of. We're going to pivot and, uh, dude, TJ Dillashaw calling out Cody No Love. We'll go. We'll get you all filled in next. Hang on.
0: On Rock
1: 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online WRQK.com. Coming up at 8.30. We'll get you hooked up with those WWE tickets. January 22nd at the Civic Center. It's like the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, dude, it's a week before the Royal Rumble. Oh. Thing is about to be lit. The Royal Rumble, where everybody gets in the ring, and then it's like the last guy that doesn't get thrown over the top ropes. Over
0: the top rope, both feet have to hit the ground. Uh, every six or ninety seconds, a new superstar joins the match. It's my favorite event of the year. I'm not gonna lie, love the Royal Rumble. Okay, so eight thirty, <laughs> we we'll get you hooked up
1: with that. Uh, Fantone found out during the break as we were talking about Trump and like the golden showers and the president, you know, and, and the prostitutes and the like. Sure enough, prostitution. In Russia, illegal. Not allowed to do that. I was surprised by that. I I would have bet the farm the other way. Now, this was sent to me during the break as well. Yeah, This is uh, finance.yahoo.com, just to give you a little source of where I'm reading this from. But a listener uh, tweeted this at me. The Kremlin said on Wednesday, It is total nonsense that Russian officials had assembled a file of compromising information on U.S. President-elect Donald Trump. So that's what's coming out of the Kremlin. But what else is gonna come out of the Kremlin? Right. Hey, we did it. Right. Like, they, they're,
0: they're they're not gonna raise their hands and say we did it. They didn't say that they 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 hacked the DNC either. But it, we're all like, yes, that happened. So, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so the Kremlin said, okay.
1: Uh, apparently their, their 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 spokesperson said the dossier containing the claims was a hoax, which had been dreamt up to further harm U.S. Russia relations, which are already at their lowest level since the Cold War. Uh, They say here, it's an attempt to damage our bilateral relations. It is pulp fiction. He uh, roundly, they say, dismissed as uh, false assertions in the dossier that he himself was heavily involved in a Russian campaign to undermine defeated presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. He says you have to react to this with certain humor, but there's also a sad side to this. Hysteria is being whipped up to maintain a political witch hunt.
0: Um. Yes, I, I I will say that there is a little bit of that. And really what I think is happening here is we've talked about it before with Trump and I guess with politics in general is there is probably a little bit of sleight of hand going on here where if we throw this concept of like, oh, my God, they're saying that there was golden showers involved. A lot of people are going to be like, oh, I don't believe it. Not true, where we're probably paying so much attention to hookers, urinating on each other. We're not looking at the more serious issues that might be going on here in the sense of what do they know about Trump's fire? finances or his business interests or whatever that case is we're all just hooked up on uh, or we're all just like hooked up on the on the on the urination. We have another Trump story coming up actually next on
1: the program. I mean that's this guy. I mean like I said, I mean I I wasn't going to vote for him and I, I but I said I was like this whole next couple of years if you do what I do for a living, he supplies plenty of this but I have like the hit parade of people he's blasted on Twitter over like the last 4 years nice. of all the people he's called overrated. Uh, we'll get into that at 8 a.m. I do want to talk about this real briefly. Okay. As uh, Right after Cody Nolov won the bantamweight uh, championship in the UFC the other night, he called out TJ Dillashaw was like, bring TJ on. And since now, he now says that fighting Dominic Cruz again is the better way, to, uh, better way to go. Then he went so far as to say, I'd rather fight Jose Aldo and maybe even Conor McGregor saying that TJ Dillashaw doesn't bring in enough pay-per-view eyes and now Dillashaw saying you're running from me who, uh, who had the belt I believe in this division for a while. He said you're running from me he's hiding from me and I don't know if he's hiding from you but I think that this is a fight that's on UFC fans appetite. It is on mine. I want to see these guys fight a, a great deal and I think Cody's smart and realizing that that's what it is and the best thing you can do is get the in my opinion I could be way wrong is get these guys a couple of fights That are big But you know they're going to win So not tomato cans But like you know they're going to win But still big names To drive the hype and the hysteria machine Around this a little bit more Because Ronda's just about done Conor's winding it down At minimum I mean Conor's got I'd say I'd put the over under at four fights I, I And I, I don't think he goes over four more if he, If it's even that many So Dana White's kind of in this thing where it's like, I need the next guy. I need the next woman. I need the next thing now for the UFC. And I think Cody could be it. And I think TJ could help be that. But you got to, you got, I mean, it's all promotion. It's all staging. It's all, there's a little WWE factor in the UFC. And the fact that you got to get the, you got to get the fans foaming at the mouth over this stuff. It's never as popular as like when Conor's fighting Diaz. And like, I mean, there's, there's something there. You need that. And I'm not sure that, Either one of them, Cody or T.J. Dillashaw, is totally that guy outside of UFC official circles. Again, I think if you grab the average person on the street, not from Ohio, who doesn't watch a ton of UFC, they don't know either one of those guys' names. Like, you might know Cody here because he's from here, from Ohio. But I don't think either one of them is totally broken out as, like, the next name. So, But hearing uh, people who are close to the situation, they say, dude, Cody runs from nobody. Like he isn't running from anybody, and I could believe that that kid, and I hate to even call him that because he could tie me into a pretzel, but like the uh, there's something to him. Like he's there's something to him. I thought he was a little too flashy in the last fight. I would have liked to see him just go right at him and knock him out and put him away. But that's just what I want from a fan experience. I can't make a fighter be who I want him to be. Cody Garbrandt,
0: pride of Eureka'sville, baby, damn right he is.
1: I want to see that Dillashaw fight, but I think. I think Cody might be right. The best thing to do might be to hold off. Again, more Trump headed your way next on Rock
0: 106.9.
1: Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. You know, I was telling Fantone earlier this morning, man, I got to shake this cabin fever off of me, man. I just feel like I'm just stuck in the house a little too much, and this time of year can do that. A great place to get rid of that is High Voltage Indoor Carding. You can find them in Medina. They're just right off the square there in the old foundry building. Also online at highvoltagecarding.com. High voltage, with a K.com. They have winter leagues now, and here's the thing: you don't have to sign up and then be involved every single week. You can drop in, week in, week out there. And uh, like I said, more info at HighVoltageCarding.com or call 330-333-9000. Fantone is uh, pretty good at the high voltage indoor carding. His team whooped my team's ass in the sta- in the Stansbury Show Cup. We're gonna do another one of those this
0: this coming year. Of course, dude. Of course we are. I gotta defend the crown. No, I need revenge. Is I, what needs to happen. I think one of the things that uh, great about high voltage indoor carding it's those timed laps. It's not necessarily like a race per se. You're not like going... when You're, you're in racing the, you. Right. When you're in one right. of those leagues, it's your timed laps. It's and, time trial. And dude, it's awesome. It really yeah. is. You, we wouldn't believe how quick those things go, man. You start whipping around those corners, man. It's a blast.
1: It's about 50 you'll hit. And, uh, you know, I was telling Phantom before we went out there, and I was like, dude, when you get out of there, your arms are going to feel like you did something, like you worked out. And sure enough, you can feel those when you're done with it. It's I
0: awesome. Can, I can remember just sweating at that place because I was just working so hard, making those turns. If you look back at those pictures, I'm wearing a gray shirt. Yeah, Giant ring of sweat, dude. It's tough work,
1: man. If you're a parent of a teenager, you got to be like 13 or older to ride. But if you're a parent of a teenager driving you nuts because they're just stuck in the house and they're bored, I'm telling you, High Voltage Indoor Carding is a great place to go and let them work that out. Check them out, highvoltagecarding.com, 330-333-9000. All right, 830. We'll get you hooked up with those WWE tickets as well. I have here uh, a list of people. That Donald Trump has listed as overrated. Okay. Since like his Twitter account had like taken off in 2012, like he loves the overrated word, and it was funny for a while. And you know his Twitter's always great, and I do I laugh at it. It's funny, but there comes to be a point, and I talked about this a little bit yesterday, where it's like if somebody attacks me on Twitter, like you know media consultants will tell guys like me, dude, don't get down in the muck with
0: it. Don't respond. Just do take the high road. There's a little bit of like, just for my own mental health, I have to do that sometimes. Right. I have to be like, dude, because I don't on. want I don't want this to take up my whole day, right? right? Oh, and and I mean, it takes up it takes over your life. Like, there's a little bit of of, of what did that guy just say about me? And f that guy, dude, I can't believe right. it. And, and if you can avoid that, I avoid it.
1: And so now, though, as you're the president elect, and like, remember, like, the staff took his Twitter away from him. And I remember Bill Maher saying, think about how we're talking about the future leader of the free world. We had to take something away from him, like a child. And I did. I, that was like, oh, well, that's kind of true. Like, that's not great. And now I think he does. Like, he went after Meryl Streep the other day and called her overrated. Like, first of all, Maristoli, I don't know if you can call her overrated. I mean, she's been in a bunch of good stuff. I mean, she's one of the most recognizable older actresses in the world, right? I mean, I would think.
0: I would say one of the most decorated and celebrated actresses of all time. I don't have the body of
1: work right in front of me, but but I remember her being in stuff I like. You know what I mean? So I, I think she's been in some good stuff. I'm sure IMDB could show me, like, the top 20 things she's been in that were great. But, like, there's something about this guy in his Twitter account now where it's like, as we get closer and closer and closer to the inauguration, to, to be done. Like, you do got to, at some point, you, are, my point about bringing up the media consultants who tell me not to get down in the muck with, like, you know what the haters of the program is, Did I do mornings at Rock 106.9 in Canton, Ohio. Like, is it the smartest thing in the world for me to do? No, but I'm going to survive it. But you're the president-elect. You're not going to be the president. Like, there are jobs where you're too big to do this. Like when when a, like when an A list athlete does it, it almost comes off like, bro, why do
0: you care? Right. Well, yeah, and I mean that's the thing is 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 you should be too big to do this. Now, there should be too much pride and too much like, dude, I don't got time for that. Now
1: I want to make room on the other side because, like I said, like I said a couple of times this morning earlier and a couple of times yesterday, that when these people go home, they are just themselves. They're just people, and that we make them celebrities. But at the end of the day, you're just an insecure human being like the rest of us. Okay. But I need the president not to not to give in it's okay for odell beckham to be a like like an emotional mess that's okay at the end of the day his job doesn't matter but like i do want to see the president be a little bit more buttoned up here i don't think that's too much to ask as a guy who's not a trump hater as a guy who said like i don't know i don't know yeah there's things that aren't great but i don't think we need to be in fear or any of this stuff as a guy who's not a hater I don't think it's unfair or out of bounds for me to say, dude, I want you to button this up a little bit. I don't think that's crazy. Well, Is it?
0: No, I mean, yes. Should you button it up? Of course. There's a
1: difference between doing what you need to do to get there and then what you do once you're there. There is a very big difference in that.
0: I would like to think that you would stay true throughout uh, what got you there. Who brought you to the dance? Is who you dance with. Some
1: jobs are impossible to do that through, d- depending on what your behavior. As was. As much
0: as possible, you know what I'm saying. Well, and if, okay. your beh- if your behavior, if, if getting to the dance was such a such a detriment, then I, I mean, did you really deserve to come to the dance? But I guess that's neither here nor there. I, 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 I don't. Well, yeah,
1: somebody else picked that.
0: I don't necessarily have an, an issue with the president using Twitter or new forms of communication or social media or things like that because that's where people are That's where you do and, yeah. and you have to you have to I mean I'm sure there were people who had a major issue with you know the the, the radio broadcasts in the beginning of like well dude I don't know if I don't I don't know if, I don't know if the president should be going on the radio I don't know if FDR should be doing these fireside chats I don't know if but you have to evolve with technology you have to be a part of things but you have to be smart about how you use it and and homie hasn't no he has not
1: he has not he called Jerry Seinfeld overrated. I mean, I don't know how you do that. I mean, I know Seinfeld isn't today what it always was, but a trailblazing show. Um, we still use countless amounts of phrases from that writer's room in our daily conversation. You'll say man hands. You'll say close talker. You'll say things like that. And you don't even remember. That's where that, That's where that all came from. Double Dipper, all that stuff—that's all Seinfeld.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure this came—the statement of Jerry or Seinfeld's overrated, or Jerry Seinfeld's overrated—probably came directly after Jerry Seinfeld said something about. Oh Trump. yeah, they're all that. So, That's what these
1: are all are. I, I mean, know he, he's called Megyn Kelly overrated a bunch of times. Now, here's the thing: when he said that about Megyn Kelly, it may have been true. Right now, I know she's now leaving Fox News, and she's going over to you know MSNBC or NBC News, uh, one of the two there, Which, and she can thank him for that. Well, yeah, I
0: mean, she I mean can, that was that whole thing. The whole thing is, everyone's like, oh, now she's going to be a liberal bitch, and it's like, dude, I'm not accepting her into the liberal world, dude, like, I'm not bringing her over in that, dude, that woman was absolutely reprehensible for years, and just because she has beef with Donald Trump doesn't mean she's on my team. I think,
1: you know, all those media people, they are who their boss is. Oh, yeah. When they're at that desk, they're who their boss is. You don't know who any of those people are, really, because that's that job. You can't do that. You got to be who your boss is when you work at those jobs.
0: You got to be who your audience is. You know what I mean? Like, and I guess that's who your boss is. Yeah. Like, you know? Oh, well, it better be. All right. <laughs> Otherwise, his
1: boss isn't doing the job right. Jon Stewart's another guy he called overrated. Now, I don't know how he called John Stewart overrated. I mean, look at what's happened to that show since he left it. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, nothing.
0: I can see how you, uh, John Stewart's overrated. It's not as funny as people think it is. And hey, uh, okay. But once again, it just goes into the, like, w- what did he say about you? Right. And obviously. Called we're, you a baby. And right. Now, we're talking about and now
1: you're you, proving him right by responding like a baby.
0: We're talking about John Stewart versus, you know, a, 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 a right-wing figure. So, of course, there's going to be that tension there, but...
1: I don't think John Stewart was overrated. Pretty funny. I mean, I got a little nauseating when they kept bringing him back towards the end of the election because everybody that's like replaced him in, the, in these mediums are failing miserably. So they kind of need John Stewart. Like that part got to be a little nauseating. But during his run, I mean, he created a platform, John Stewart basically did. I know Craig Kilborn was there first. It was kind of his thing. But dude,
0: Kilborn gets fired everywhere he goes because he can't hold a gig because he's a nightmare to work with. Trump coming into office with the uh, lowest approval ratings of all time when it comes to a a, a president-elect. I want to see the exits. I don't care about the approval rating coming
1: in. I know how this country works. I know the things he said and done, so I know that. I want to see, after he's done... What the approval rating
0: is when he exits? What a a a real and 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 loud slap in the face that is to Hillary Clinton and like God the worst the worst approval ratings of any president ever. She screwed and up and you couldn't do it. She and screwed up, sla- dude. Just 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 she has to be like, damn. I heard this
1: yesterday, I heard this yesterday, and I think it's true. She was talking about all these bathroom issues and all this other stuff, and Trump kept saying the one word America understands, economy, 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 and he kept saying it. Dude, most of America doesn't care if people get to go to the bathroom together. Most of them don't want them doing it. And she kept talking about all this side stuff. He kept saying economy, and when I heard that yesterday, I was like, I think there's truth to that. Is that the be-all, end-all of what happened? No, but it played a huge factor. It did. It did. He kept saying the thing that most of America cares about. Kept drilling it into your head. And sure enough, it worked. We have some WWE tickets. They're coming back to town on the 22nd, about 11 days from right now. We got good tickets for you. Let's pass those out. Next on the Stan'sbury Show. Rock
0: 106.9.
1: Welcome back to the Stan'sbury Show and on Rock 106.9. If you're unhappy with the kind of bank fees you're paying, check out CSC federal credit union I've been with them now three years and uh, I have access now uh, with my new CSE debit uh, MasterCard I have access to like 35,000 ATM uh, like fee free ATMs like 35,000 I just I don't have to pay ATM fees it's awesome and if I, like, if something happens with my debit card, I just walk into a CSE and they can give me a new one on site. Like, I don't have to wait, like, a week for them to send another one out. Love it.
0: That sucks, dude, when you lose your wallet or oh. something and you're waiting for that debit card, trying to get some cash back into your life. Well, here's the good thing, too, is that they have the, through, like, their app, they have,
1: like, the, this great service where if I feel like I've lost my debit card, I can turn it off. Nice. And then if I find it through the app again, I can turn it back on. Oh. That's so, great. yeah, like I have like full like power over my debit MasterCard with CSE. Uh, you can I, find out more information,
0: csefcu.com. I think it was last summer. You couldn't find your wallet, and it was in right. your car or something, right. and it was a whole deal. It fell dude. underneath the seat It was a whole that. deal. Yeah. Yeah. And now you can take care of it with CSE app. I love it.
1: Really, really good rates on auto and home loans as well. Check them out, csefcu.com. And you know what? I need a little help from the audience. Okay. All right. I um, I don't know if I'm going to for sure or not, but I, I have a little loose plan to head out to uh, New Philly today. Really? I have to... Uh, I could buy something online and wait for it to be shipped to my house, or I could just go to New Philly and pick it up in the store. Uh, there's something at Dick's I want, and apparently the Dick's in New Philly is the only one here close that has it. And so I'm going to head out there and probably do this. I have a couple of gift cards. I want to burn them and uh, pick up something that I've been wanting for a while. Now... The help I need is, when I go do things like that, and I'm in areas that I'm not in a ton, I like to try things that are there and not anywhere else. Like, I I don't want to go, and not that anything's wrong with McDonald's, but I don't want to go eat at McDonald's. So, like, if there's a really good lunch place... Something really good that's like kind of like you know a mom and pop type right. thing in New Philly that's like oh dude if you've never had that get that I kind of want to know what that is
0: so essentially Stansbury going on the a taste of New Filthy uh, tour bit. there I a like it bit. I like it I don't know I don't know what the um the the restaurant
1: somebody be. down there's got to yeah. be like oh dude you have to have this and so like if there's one of those I don't know you know if somebody can figure that out let a, me know.
0: a taste of New Filthy
1: I like it <laughs> I do like it. We have an interesting story here okay. out of Atlanta, Georgia.
0: ATL!
1: Where, um, dude, I, I don't know if a lot of you know, but a lot of states who don't normally t- get a ton of snow have been getting snow lately. I think actually 49 out of the 50 states got snow recently, except for Florida.
0: I, I, listen, I know it's a very easy joke to make online of like... Only in Ohio. Whoa, Ohio gets 36 inches, and hey, what kind of burger do you want? The South gets a quarter of an inch, and it's you know pandemonium. And I know that's an easy joke to make, but you have to think, like, number one... The People don't have plow trucks. They don't have salt trucks. They don't no. have, like, uh, even, like, in your home, you probably don't have a snow shovel. You don't have, like, salt no, at your no. home. And number two, you have zero experience driving in these conditions. And, like, listen, I get it that, like, uh, yeah, I can drive in a blizzard because I've been driving in Ohio my entire life. But if I didn't have that experience, I'd be a terrible snow when driver. When I
1: moved to Oregon, like, southern Oregon, it's really nice. Now, they're getting pounded with snow right. right now. But when I was out there, it had snowed for the first time in, like, five years. It's just they just don't deal with it the way
0: we do. Atlanta's kind of the same. Way. So much snow in Oregon right now. The Cavs left Salt Lake City last yeah. night on a plane trying to go into Portland because they play because the, they play the, the the Blazers tonight, and they don't know if that game's gonna get played or not. They don't they don't know. Cavs haven't reached Portland yet. I don't know where they ended up going, but they don't know if they're doing that game tonight or not. So, so
1: Atlanta, given the fact that they're seeing more snow than they normally do, they've had some crime that they're not used to.
0: Okay. Seems to me like that'd be a terrible time to be a criminal in the snow, but I I guess.
1: Uh they're experiencing what are they calling it here? I want to make sure I have this right. Okay. Dong jam.
0: <laughs> wait, 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 what?
1: And they also are calling it snow sea there, but I'm not allowed to say that word. Okay. But, uh, but Atlanta is dealing with dong jam.
0: <laughs> dong jam? Tell me more. And apparently
1: this is happening in the Spanish-speaking areas of town in Atlanta. And apparently what he's doing is he's, dri- uh, he's driving around, and he's drawing large phallic images on snow-covered cars. <laughs> One man whose car was vandalized described the images as a big old D on my car. <laughs> That's so funny. Hilarious. No description currently of the bandit. The Atlanta police said to be on the lookout for a specific type of person and to call 911 if you see him. Well, if there's no description, how what type of specific person am I supposed to be looking for?
0: Hmm. <laughs> 13? I <laughs> yeah, you know, right? W- would you really call 911 over this? Like, because I feel like if I called 911 over this, cops are going to be pissed, or they should be. Like, dude, we got better things going on here.
1: The a- The Atlanta Police Department warns against approaching the individual as they could be armed, dangerous, or worse, attempt to draw a penis on you. <laughs> The vandal or vandals will meet the following description. They walk outside. They likely wear some sort of mask or neck warmer. Has fingers. Draws D's on cars. <laughs> if you have any information that could lead to the arrest of the penis bandit, call the APD tip line. I. The, here's the thing. I think we're being had. I think we're... <laughs>
0: being had, and it's very funny. Do I believe that there was a dude in Atlanta drawing D's on cars? For sure. I think whoever wrote this story is obviously a little little joking around. Yeah, I don't think the cops are actually out for the (laughs) This reminds me of a local story in the Kenmore Crapper, which that dude was walking around taking dumps on cars. I, I, I mean, there's got to be. Oh, yeah. Do we never got the resolution of the never. Kenmore Crapper? Did we? Never, dude. All right. I feel like you and I and somebody from the
1: Canton repository need to team <laughs> up and we need to, we need to bring resolution. Uh, dude, people are still dude? They're sleepless in
0: Canton over that. I will text Dan Kane about it right now. Let me see what I can do. Let I wanna, me see what I can do.
1: I want to I do that. Let's, we'll, we'll, get the, we'll get the mystery machine in motion, and we'll track down the. I forgot about the Kenmore crapper.
0: Malicious pooping is what he was doing, dude. Just taking dumps on cars. So, dude, that's, a lot of a lot of crime in that world. That's a that's problematic. Um, and dude, it, it, to go back to this story in Atlanta, I mean, isn't that hilarious? <laughs> like, I get it. If you go out to your car and you see it, and you're like, "Son of a bitch!" But it's not like you're going to scrape the snow off your car anyway. Here's the
1: thing. All joking aside, I bet you can get in a lot of trouble for this. I mean, it's a graphic image, and if you draw it on the car of somebody like who has kids. Like, are you going is to, is that going to be the thing? Is it going to be like, you know what I mean? Like, you expose my child to penises, even though they're going to see him in seventh grade as soon as, you know what I mean? So they're drawing him on their own notebooks. But you know, parents, they're going to overreact. Now, obviously, this guy's having a little fun with this story. I believe somebody was doing I mean, there's photos, right. right? So somebody was doing it. Right. But I think this guy's having a little fun with the story there. It's pretty funny there.
0: Snow sea ellipse. Okay. All right.
1: I think, uh, dude, all good crimes have a copycat. <laughs> <laughs> want to go around the parking lot today? <laughs> Find the boss man's car. Draw a big old, draw a big old penis on his car there. Probably not. I think he'd get mad. Uh,
0: probably. Is that right? Yeah, and I don't know if today's the day we want to start pushing his buttons. So maybe no. You know, I, I
1: ran into him in the hallway, and uh, he, he he well, he was nice. He was cordial. Now the ratings haven't come out yet. We're supposed to give them uh, today, I believe and uh so i mean his mood may change when he has the empirical data on his desk but as of right now i mean he was very nice to me in the
0: hallway but maybe that's what he's doing right before he walks right room. right right yeah softening the blow before he fires us it's possible oh, dude it's so cold outside. it's possible not oh, when it's
1: cold man i got about let me see here I but i can make it four months before i'd have to live outside so let
0: me see here February, March, April. Yeah, oh. Dude, your warm weather, you're fine.
1: Birthday month, right there. Turning 41 <laughs> on the street corner. I like it. I like it. We have WWE tickets. Let's pass those out. Uh, that shows the 22nd, is it not? Correct. At the, at, at the Canton Civic Center. Let's send you right now. Caller 20, one 243 We'll send you that. Be right back uh, with more Sandsbury Show. Hang on. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show. Rock 106.9. 9 o'clock, we're sending you out to Los Angeles for the Radio Music Awards. And like I said, dude, even if you don't care about that, it's a trip to Los Angeles. It's going to be freezing cold. It's in March. Get you out of here. A couple of days. Actually, uh, the guy who won last year reached out to me this week. He was like, man, he's like, I got to tell you. He's like, your company treats you terribly. But they treated us like kings.
0: See where we are on the priority list there. Well,
1: you know what? Honestly, if they're going to treat us worse than anybody... Then the listeners the right option I'd rather have them treat listeners better Like I, I don't have a problem if they treat listeners Better than me I have a problem if they treat Other co-workers better than me I have a problem With that I'd like a little bit more even playing field With that but like if they treat listeners Better than us that's the way this is supposed to be Because
0: well they're the currency Speaking of uh, coworkers oh, who no. are who are better than you, oh no! Is the employee of the month thing? That's come what up I was going to ask again? you. I was, was going to say I don't I know, don't know if, where we are in the voting of that. I don't know if December employee of the month has been rated, but you know what? Even when
1: it happens for me, yeah, I, I'm just not even going to be happy about it because I, I it's going to be it's going to be a participation trophy. Yeah. I know it.
0: Hollow victory. It's going
1: to be it's going to be found in, and I don't want it. I've been skipped over for Employee of the Month like nine times. I don't know how that's possible. show's been number one for two and a half years straight. I mean, what more do you got to do? This is the radio business. We're the highest rated show in the building. How is that not Employee of the Month?
0: Stansberry has been skipped over nine times. There's only eight employees here. dude. (laughs) I don't know how that happens. So, you know, enough of my personal problems on my plate.
1: I got this very tough life. Yeah. So hard to navigate my life. So tough. So tough. Uh, I'm hearing that Park Street Pizza and Sugar Creek's really good. so I'm heading down to New Philly today, and uh, but apparently the Denison Yard is uh, very good and very different. I'm looking for something to eat in New Philly today. Right. And it's not like a chain. As I'm going to head down there and pick up. Uh Something from Dick Sporting Goods. They're they're like the only Dick Sporting Goods in the area that has the exact model of what it is I'm looking for. And I don't, and well, I'm an impatient bastard and I don't want to wait for it to be shipped. I
0: want to buy it. Yeah, you might as well go down there. Yeah, Yeah. it's like 20 minutes from my house. Head down to New Filthy. It's going to be a good time. You're going to have a lot of
1: fun down there. I'll probably take a ride around a little bit too. Like I said, my dad's family all hails from there. So I reached out to my mom the other day. I was like, hey, I'm going to head down to New Philly. Can you kind of give me, like, you know, do you remember where some stuff is? And, you know, she kind of gave me some addresses and the like. So I'm going to swing by and check some stuff out.
0: A little slice of uh, Americana down there in New Philly. You're going you're gonna to see Small go. Town USA. You know what I'm saying? Go, uh, go get your, go get your piece.
1: Up right now at WRQK.com is the resolution to the story that we were making you aware of yesterday of uh, the little girl that went missing. It turns out her mother had uh, ended her life and the father was complicit in it. They've both been charged. If you need any more info, it can be found at WRQK.com. It's uh, the worst case scenario of uh, what could have happened given those type of stories.
0: Yeah, such a, uh, such a, such a sad story. Obviously, for the little girl who lost her life and anybody really who loved her. And I can, I can, I, I, you know, I've tried to play the events in my head a million times and I've kind of tried to like, well, how did this happen and what happened there? But I guess at this point, it, there is no explanation for it. I'm looking for logic in Santa Claus. I'm looking for some sort of like, all there. right, here's why. It's you not there. Know, and just a, a terrible, terrible turn of events.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, that was a bad, that was a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, more info is available for you at wrqk.com. I've said it earlier. I'm going to say it again today. That just makes me feel like a sleazeball pig. Well, to even say that there, it yeah, does. But, it makes but, me.
0: It just makes me feel like a sleaze. But you, you have to take into account here that I know that
1: it's my job. I it's know
0: a, it's not even that it's your job. I mean, it's it's a responsibility of broadcasters of people like us to you know make sure that people know these things. So yeah, it I makes just, me feel
1: like I'm trying to capitalize on the worst thing ever. And given the fact that my family was close to it and had the, like had a child die in it, it just makes me evaluate what I do there. And I know I'm in the right. I know I am. But it just makes me feel like a sleaze. Um, this story coming out of Canton, Ohio, as well. And this is interesting. You'll have to bear with me here as I'm coming to this right now. Uh, But Newsnet5.com had posted this, where Canton police are now investigating the recent theft of a pet. Now, this is a wolf-dog hybrid, and it was taken outside of a family's home. Uh, Now, apparently, the wolf's owners prepare to move. Um, over some backlash that they've received for owning such an animal. Now, I've known a buddy who had a dog who was part wolf, and there's laws here, and I don't know the exact legality of it, but like if your dog is certain, like over a certain percentage, I believe you have to register them. But, uh, the owner says they're, you know, she's part of the family, and it really disturbs us because people have literally been coming and stalking and watching our house, watching our background, approaching the children, approaching the youngest one, and it's not right. Uh, Her and Osman own a 120 pound, four foot tall wolf hybrid named Bohemian. And uh, she's only 2% shepherd. And they say beyond friendly and really good with people. Um, apparently, it was always tethered out front of the Wingert's family home during the day and kept outside in a crate at night. That is sparking the criticism, and that's exactly why somebody stole this dog. That's exactly why is because as it's freezing cold and people, animal people, see dogs chained up outside, maybe even overnight, they have a problem with that. Like the, the and there is there's abuse that kind of can happen with leaving. Remember, like I think it was somebody here locally last year got charged because they left that horse
0: outside. Yeah, I mean, I I understand that, like, well, if it's cold for us, it's cold for them. And, but, like, Now the owner says she enjoys being outside in the cold weather, but that animal cannot communicate that to you. Now wolves live outside. Yeah, and I'm gonna say these are animals, so like they are adapt to living in cold conditions. They they were they were they they evolved to live outside. Now the now this is important to point out
1: because I know a lot of you are dog people like me, and you're foaming at the mouth right now as you're hearing about this. But the Stark County Humane Society and Dog Warden agreed that Bohemian is not being abused. Both agencies said they have checked on the wolf hybrid many times because they hear about it because it's a wolf and that she's healthy and thriving in the low temperatures, her natural habitat. So it's a little bit different than your dog. Uh, is it? Re- I mean, well, because I think um, phantom animals like us are evolutionary. So once upon a time, were dogs meant to live outside because of the coat. Yes. But the more you domesticate, you know, the more you domesticate them, does that change? I don't know. I'm not a dog. I can never talk to my dog. I don't know. I'm without a dog right now because I'm not allowed to have one where I live. And it makes me hate it because I miss my dog a great deal. And so when I see animals like tied up outside and it's freezing cold, I do. I'm one of of you where I'm like, I don't like that. But if the Stark County Humane Society says it's all good and the dog warden says it's all good, I mean, that's who we put in charge of this. I'm, I'm inclined to have to agree with them, right? So, I mean, if you know what's going on with this, I mean, let's get this wolf back to their owner. Uh,
0: and I guess there's a little bit there. Is is owning a wolf an uh, appropriate pet? I mean, is that especially when you consider that you live like in the city? I mean, is that okay? Can I have a jaguar? My buddy who had
1: one was very aware of it, and by that I mean he kept it he kept it away from people that didn't know. And he was like, "Look, man, he's like it's a wild animal, right? He's like she's friendly for sure, and she loves me, and she'll love you because you know she can tell that we're you know hanging out." He's like, "But if somebody came into my house, what would she do?" He's like, "I have no idea." So he was aware of the fact that it could go sideways and would keep her away from people, but. I, is it right? I don't know. I mean, apparently, I mean, the Humane Society has checked on it many times and has never removed it. Now, apparently, they put a padlock on uh, on the collar and leash. Um, oh, this is important. The Ohio Department of Natural Resources says that the owner does not need a special permit to own Bohemian because she is 2% shepherd. Really? But But listen to this. I like this owner. But they recently licensed her through the dog warden anyway so they could avoid problems. Currently, there are no state laws against tethering dogs outside. I'm surprised by that as well. I didn't know that either. Can't police say no charges have been filed in any of the cases related to Bohemian. I mean,
0: uh, I, I, I guess when you when you look at it, then they had their you know p's and q's minded. Their ducks were in a row. So. All the agencies,
1: right. she got more. Right. She got more certification than what was required of an owner to have. And so I I, I have to go. You know what? Good for you. So hopefully, she, you know, hopefully they'll get their wolf back.
0: Where where, I just, where where do people stand here when you do see an animal outside? I mean, uh, do you feel it like, breaks my heart? Well, dude. but I mean, uh, this isn't against the law. It's not uh, uh, abuse It's against or anything my law. Like it's
1: against my moral law. Would you, you know I mean? inter-
0: would you do something in this moment if you saw a dog tethered outside? Uh, d-
1: Truth, I- no. I'm gonna think about it all day. I'm gonna think about what a crappy owner that is, and I'm I, and I'm gonna judge myself in my head. Actually, as I go home and think, dude, you did nothing.
0: But don't but don't you make the assumption by doing that then that like, oh, this dog's out here. It's all a little day, every single day, Right, right. I it's mean, a judgment like, there. How, how do I? You know, I didn't just say, hey, for the next half hour, I can't go on a walk. But dude, I'll just put the dog outside for a minute, and everything will be fine. I, I it just, I think that's a gray area there where we all want to be like, oh, it's black and white, it's black and white, it's black and white. I don't know. Do I you don't you have know. Dog outside. But if you live, let's
1: say this, then we'll change it a little bit. If you live close and you see it every day that that's a pattern that's a pattern you see it once you are judging people if you see it multiple times there that's a pattern we will send you out to los angeles for the iHeartRadio music awards we'll do it next on rock 106.9 rock
0: 106.9
1: welcome back to the stansberry show on rock 106.9 just sent somebody out to los angeles for the iHeartRadio music awards your next opportunity actually will be a little later this morning 11 a.m with Fishhead. he's got an opportunity for you as well and then we'll do it again tomorrow morning 9 a.m on the stansberry show again we're online, WRQK.com. I want to thank all of uh, all of the 20 million who have been sending in their recommendations on where I should eat. I'm going to go down to New Philly today to do a little shopping. Uh, Dick's Sporting Goods down there is like the only Dick's in the area that has something I'm looking for. And um, instead of buying it online and waiting, I'm going to be an impatient, fat American and, and, and go get it today. Because uh, I'm using like three different gift cards to do it too. So doing that online and splitting that
0: up is very difficult. And honestly, it makes you less of a fat, lazy American. A fat, lazy American would be like, "Oh, Amazon it whatever oh, that's probably true. dude Stansburg getting nice. out there and doing things. I like it. yeah.
1: so but it seems like and you're Gav- so fat
0: and lazy, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> it seems like Gavin's on the square is a, is a big one people are telling me. um, and the brew house, apparently okay. is uh, are, are like the two big places in New Philly, according to the Twitter audience.
0: I, I, I don't know if this exists in New Philly, but I would ex- expect it to because it's New Philadelphia. Is there like a cheesesteak joint down there? What a there? great idea. Yeah. I wonder because yeah. I love those. Yeah, like a Philly cheesesteak? I would think so. So
1: I'll be down there a little later this afternoon, hopefully, if my plans hold up. And then, uh, like I said, I just when I go someplace, I try not to eat like something I can get like around the corner from my house. I like uh, I like trying new stuff. As a matter of fact, you know we, we kind of talked about. I kind of talked about this on Twitter uh, real quick yesterday, and uh, we'll move forward uh, fastly. I promise. But like we we announced this yesterday, that apparently Market Square downtown is going to get like a nine million dollar renovation. At first, we heard last year it was a million bucks. Now it's like nine point four million dollars that they're putting into Market Square. It's gonna be a huge stage and video screens and like a waterfall, and I'm all for it. Okay. I'm all for that. It's not really costing us any more money. We talked about this yesterday. Um, the money that's coming out of the taxpayer's pockets already been, it's already been taken out. So this increase, you're not, you're not going to feel it in your pocketbook. So there I like it, right? But I said this on Twitter yesterday and I meant it. What do I got to do to get a hothead burritos downtown Canton? Like what do I got to do to do that? Like I want, I want that to be part of my legacy. Okay. I would like that to be part of my legacy, part of the stamp that I put on Canton, Ohio. Is the guy that brings burritos to downtown Canton. Why is nobody doing that?
0: Remember, you were the guy who brought drinking to the Hall of Fame game. Remember, did, did, did do that. That was the first year out for. Did us. do that. A uh, guy that brought drinking into the streets of downtown Canton. <laughs> eh, take credit when I give it to you, dude. Take it. Dude, it those guys
1: suck so bad. I want to be hammered <laughs> while
0: it's on. And 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 if you can add. Boo- and burritos. I, I don't. I don't Just, know how you don't do
1: it, dude. Downtown Canton is like the ultimate hipster city I've ever seen. It's like so. Why is the ultimate hipster food not being served? And if you haven't been to Hotheads,
0: the one in Massland, dude, it oh. is legit delicious. It's got those different sauces, all sorts of different. I love that place. Stuff. Hotheads is great, no question I about it. Love Hot the, the the right on the corner of Cleveland and uh, Second North, where Sports Ooh. Therapy used to Look be. Look at that perfect location for it. Already has restaurant equipment in there. Um. Uh, in a very exciting times, Hot Heads Burrito, I'm sure you're listening right now, getting into downtown Canton. I do want to say, before we get off of this, uh, we talked yesterday about the renovations going on in Market Square. Yeah. And we've talked about the Canton Comprehensive Plan before, uh-huh. and I think I have a little bit of beef with city council right now. One of my 2017 New Year's resolutions was to be more involved politically and to hold uh, people who I agree with to hold their feet to the fire more, to not just be like, oh, hey, I like that idea. You get a free pass. Go do whatever you want. So I, I did some investigating yesterday, and I'm like, hey, so with this $9 Million renovation. We already have $1 million of it earmarked. That's taxpayer yep. money. Where's this other $8 million coming from? Couldn't get a clear answer yesterday. It was like, hey, I want a clear answer of... of no, you're of, right. I'm looking at it right now and they don't really earmark I, that. I, I, I want a clear answer of of the Canton Comprehensive Plan, uh, goals of it, schedule of it, finances of it, and nobody could give it to me yesterday. They're like, oh, we have to hire a city planner first. Like, it's been six months since the goddamn thing's been passed. That was one of the first things I went to the meetings for this. You don't we'll need a city planner before then? One of the first first things that they said is you have to hire a city planner for this you have to that has to be a part of the equation 6 months later where's the where's the hunt where's where where's are we looking for the city planner who's hired Who, what are the questions we're going to ask these people what's the hiring process like so dude i got a little bit of beef can't city council right now look at that yeah yeah interesting so, yeah democrats the worst do something
1: that's always been the knock on them is that they always scream about how they have the ideas, but the application never
0: happened. Where's the eight million dollars coming from? That's dude? been I, the that's, knock. It's not like you have eight million and you're like, oh hey, we'll get one million more. No, dude, you have one million and you need eight million more. Show me where that's coming from. I don't care about politics. I want a goddamn steak burrito. <laughs> like, I don't understand.
1: <laughs> like I do. I, I don't understand why I can't get a burrito in downtown Canton. That's insane. Somebody's saying to me, use Uber Eats. We can't. They don't no, have they it don't here have yet. They haven't. They haven't expanded into Canton yet. So... Nobody's making burritos downtown? Well, that,
0: doesn't that seem crazy? And Uber Eats doesn't accomplish the goal of getting another business in downtown Canton. Don't right. get me wrong. This is about us eating steak burritos and carnitas all I want yeah. to. But at the same time. This isn't about
1: bettering the community. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm trying to get fat. I would I would like there to be another business down there. And Hot Heads would be perfect for it. So I'm sure they're listening. Yeah, like, it's a little on. bit more
1: local. Yeah. It's a little bit more centric here and a thing there. Which, which Canton loves. And you should. Because I think that's what makes the city awesome.
0: You'd make a ton of money too, dude. You're right by George's, you're right by Buzz Band, dude. People come out of the bar, dude. You know what we should do? We should eat a burrito. Yeah, the problem is, is the owner of Hot Heads is like, dude, why would I? You're talking about me already. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? You've just told everybody for the last 20 minutes how good my product is. And it is. That place is amazing. I love it.
0: Hey, Advertising works with the Sansbury show. Downtown just, Canton. Just come on. Get it down there. I want
1: burritos downtown. I don't understand that. I don't. I, like, I don't understand my Chipotle's number. I don't get it. It's like the ultimate market for something like that, and it isn't there. I think it's craziness. That's just
0: me. Um, I've never eaten at a Shake Shack. Have you? Have you ever been to one of these? Uh, No, I've heard of them, but I I, I don't think I've ever even like crossed paths with one. Uh, They're in Nevada,
1: apparently, but I don't think I've ever been to one. Danny Meyer, the founder of the burger chain Shake Shack, has been, and I haven't heard this until now, a very outspoken critic of tipping. He went so far, Fantone, as to call the practice one of the biggest hoaxes pulled on an entire culture of people. Meyer appeared on a podcast and explained that tipping emerged as a way to skirt the abol- uh, uh, us getting rid of slavery. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Am I tired? Um, uh, tipping is actually, they say one of the biggest hoaxes pulled on an entire culture and, uh, the restaurant industry, as well as the Pullman train car industry successfully petitioned the United States government to make a, uh, a dispensation for our industries that would not pay our servers. But it was considered slavery because we would ask our customers to pay tips. Therefore, no one could say they were being enslaved, Meyer added. Adding, uh, no surprise, most of the people who were working in the service, professional jobs in restaurants and Pullman train cars were African American, he said. As wages for tipped employees have increased, Meyer estimates servers' wages have increased 300% during his 31-year career. He says the racial dynamic has largely flipped on its head. And then the host of the podcast pointed out that front-of-house employees tend to be overwhelmingly white, while non-tipped employees whose wages have largely stagnated are most likely to be employees, uh, to be minorities there. Now, studies have also found that minorities who work in tip-eligible positions often receive worse tips than white counterparts. That's awful. I hate knowing that that's true, but I know that it is. I'm sure. I don't think you can call tipping a hoax. I think it's good. I think uh, it's a I think it's a way for people who you can make very good money in tip wage jobs. Now, are you always going to? No. But I think there and I've talked about this a long time. I feel as if that that carrot dangled in front of you helps you be better at what you do and knowing that your income is based on your attitude and your job performance, I think helps.
0: So why not apply that to other fields of work? Why not apply that to your plumber? Give me, give me a practical application to your plumber. Like, hey, I'll cover the cost. I will cover the cost of supplies. That's the basic wage that a server makes. You know, that's the two thirty-five or whatever they make. And then, however, I feel you did, then I'll pay you according to you know, uh, you know uh, how how you acted. Could I make the argument though
1: that like because of a plumber, it's like it's um. A lot of it is materials that you're paying That's, for. And stuff. You, I
0: cover the materials. Okay, you cover all that. That's the base salary. That's the, the, the $3 an hour that a server makes. I cover the materials. Of course, I'm going to do that. That's the minimum that I pay you. Anything on top of that, it's all just based on how good you did.
1: All right, the problem there is, is that being a plumber is a trade, and being a server isn't. And here's the other difference. And people who work serving jobs always get mad when I say this, but it's 100% true, and I'm not going to kid-glove it for you. I could take somebody, I could take an idiot and teach them to be a good server by the end of today. I can't teach somebody to be a good plumber by the end of the day. And that's why certain jobs pay more. Um,
0: I guess. That's why
1: certain jobs pay more. I cannot teach you everything a, a plumber needs to know by the end of today. I can teach you everything a server at like a Denny's or a chain restaurant needs to know by the end of today. It's what people always say to me, like, you know, well, the CEO of Dunkin' Donuts makes, you know, it's unfair, these CEO wages. And I always say, well, I could take the CEO and I could train him to be the front, the front of house person at Dunkin' Donuts in an hour. I couldn't take the person checking you out at Dunkin' Donuts and turn them into a CEO by the end of, it would take me 10 years.
0: What about the cashier at a grocery store? Now, that used pay, to be a
1: good union-paying
0: job. I'll pay. I'll pay. I'll pay the the <laughs> you know the manufactured suggested retail price, or I will pay the cost that of you, my groceries. Of your groceries. I will pay the cost of what it costs the grocery store of my groceries, and then I'll pay whatever else I feel like based on your on your on attitude. Uh, how on how,
1: you, on how you checked me out. Well, all that's going to happen there is we're going to just then get rid of the checkout clerks at grocery stores, which we already have pretty much. Um, I, I seek those out cuz I hate scanning my own things. I hate bagging my own things I don't work at a grocery store. I work at a radio station. You know, what I mean, it's like I, I That makes me absolutely crazy when I go into stores I spend a ton of money and then I have to do their job. I absolutely hate that now you think I, I think I'd love it Because you get to avoid other people, but those things hardly ever work They're a pain in the D and it's just annoying. I take your point point. I'm not sure other professions are ready to do this. This is a job, being a server, that anybody can get, and part of that is is that the wages are really low, and that there's no risk in paying somebody the money that you have to pay somebody to be a server. It, there's a lot of risk in hiring a sixty-five thousand dollar employee, so it's a tougher job to get. Being a server in the tip of the system, and like I said, I've lived in a place where the, where in Oregon. Where servers made 975 an hour mandatory when I lived there. 975 And you know what? I couldn't find a good server in the entire state of Oregon. Couldn't find one because they knew, well, I'm being paid $10 an hour and everybody coming in here knows that. So they're not going to tip me because it makes the audience go, well, you know what? You're being paid $10 an hour. I don't have to tip you. And they know they're not getting tipped. And once you get paid 10 or $15 an hour for a little while, guess what? It's not enough. And you're back to being mad of the fact that it's not enough money. And now you're back to being a crappy server. Fighting for my dollar helps keep you on your toes. I know this. I'm speaking as a server. If the Agora paid me $25 an hour to serve drinks and I didn't have to require on you and the money in your pocket, you think I would be as nice to you as I am? <laughs> no way. Not even close. It's a job anybody can get, and that's kind of why you have to kind of keep the pay scale where it is. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Hang
0: on. Rock right. 106.9.
1: Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. You know, before the break, I said I wanted to be part of my legacy that I'm the guy that brings burritos to downtown Canton. And I'm on I'm on this. I, I, I will not stop until Hot Heads Burrito gives me what I want. I, they're going to give me what I want. Fantona brought up a great point. You know, we're the show that brought you drinking at the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, we we did, did that. Yeah, we did. We were the ones that did that. So I think uh, I think we may be able to get on the burrito thing, but it seems like people would rather have the Chipotle. And I think it's just because that's a name brand yeah. that you are recognize more. If you ask me, I think hotheads is a better option. Just for me personally. And again, a little bit more local there, which I like. I like I like how businesses kinda will do that.
0: If I'm going to break it down, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, Chipotle meat versus Hotheads meat, about the same. Rice, about the same. Burrito, like, size, about the same. The real difference is, is those sauces at the end. There's so many different, like, hot sauces and, well, like, habanero that, sauces. And, and you like can, you can get steak or spicy
1: steak. You can right, get chicken right, or spicy chicken. There's right. just a little, there's more variables there. And I like, uh, well, you know, I like variety. I like variety there. So I'm a stirrer of pots uh, as I am. I'm not great at everything, but I am good at at causing some controversy there. As uh, now, like the Chipotle V Hotheads burrito people are all over Twitter. I'm Team Hotheads.
0: That's just where I'm at on that one. Uh, Uh, Dude, I I say Qdoba over Chipotle. Chipotle's grossly overrated. It's the best food you're ever going to eat. Pretty good. I mean, I'll eat it.
1: Yeah, it's not that I dislike it. It's not that I don't like it. I just think there are people who have taken that model, like any business, you create something, somebody goes, oh, but you forgot this or you forgot that, and somebody just kind of makes it different. Right. That's all. Chipotle's great, but team hotheads. I am team hotheads for sure. I am. I'll tell you another thing. Hmm. Maybe it needs to be part of my legacy. I say this too. Where is the really good Chinese takeout place downtown Canton? Where's that?
0: Uh, there's probably enough on Tusk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they that, don't come to my building. Uh, they don't yeah, deliver to me. I understand the frustration. Personally. I'm the voice of this community. I need my Chinese food. Um, I uh, I would I would certainly take a Chinese place. I feel like uh, some sort of a um, what do I want to say? Like a uh, like a like a Froyo place or like something like that. That would make a lot of sense in downtown Ooh. Canton too. We got all these hipsters down there. They're always looking. To spend their money on things and might as well be might as well be a burrito or froyo or something like that.
1: So yeah, I stirred up that pot yesterday. I stirred up the video game pot, telling people that Star Wars Battlefront is the best FPS on the market, and it is. And people lost their minds. The Call of Duty people, the Battlefield people, the Titanfall people, all came after me all day on Twitter. My phone (laughs) died twice over the notifications of that Twitter ad. Just kept going. People like you're nuts. And I went home after I had said it, and I was like, you know what, let me put this back in. Let me play it a little bit, and let me make sure I'm right about this. And no, dude, I'm telling you, Battlefront, it's the way to go. That's so good. When I was growing up, you would hear this about Kent State. Can't read, can't write, Kent State. Yeah. And everybody kind of knocks their university where they went, or the close university, and it's like, oh, you went r- really close to home? That must mean you're dumb. Now... Fantone nor I graduated from college no so either. if you have a degree you know good on you and uh, Fantone will tell you I'm a little jealous of people's college degrees I have a little envy um, that's a, I, as a guy who tries not to live with a ton of regrets that would be near the top of my list of, of regrets that I didn't do
0: certainly an accomplishment in life and and, and, and I overvalue to them yeah but y- y- you know it doesn't necessarily mean that they're a, a smarter person or anything like that it just means they're a college graduate I, it just makes me feel a little less
1: than that I didn't do it had I uh, and again I I try not to live with regrets, but if I was going to list them, that would be near, near the top. Now, Kent State, like I said, we always say, you know, can't read, can't write Kent State. But Kent State finally ranked top ten nationally. There you go. For something,
0: um, Kent State. You now we do knock it a lot, but I know its fashion program is really good. I know its nursing program. Yeah, the is nursing really is supposed to be really good in teaching. So, like, there's, you know, what do I want to say? Three, three, three shining lights in the Kent State, uh, you know, uh, yeah, repertoire. They are now ranked top ten nationally according to ClevelandScene.com,
1: for sugar baby daddy uh, website signups. Oh my god! Okay. Each year. There's a website that releases a list of schools and universities with the most signups for Sugar Daddies. And uh, apparently, Kent State, for whatever reason, has fared well in the rankings. And 2016 was no different. The Golden Flashes came in at number eight nationally, and they top the Buckeyes. With uh, apparently 130 new signups this last year, bringing their active total to 1,074 Golden Flashes participating on the site. They claim that the average sugar baby takes home an average of twenty four hundred dollars a month, Jesus. which definitely helps them with the cost of their tuition. This is women who sign up for like these sites where guys are willing to like kind of pay
0: to have a girlfriend. Why don't why why isn't why aren't these hookers? Why, why isn't the conversation that the Kent State leads you know, are eating hookers? There's
1: always been a little bit of a, of, a, of a fine line here. And I don't know if it's about the fact that you're doing things with them that's not sexual, also, so, because like escorts are not technically illegal. So right? if I take a hooker out to dinner, that's an escort. And the, the taking her out to dinner part's not illegal. The having sex with her for money is illegal. So, like I said, we're we're splitting hairs on this. But oh my God. You mean to tell me $2,400 a month is the average? Now, that's a national average. All right, so you're going to see chicks in California who are in Vegas and, like, those kind of play Miami where you're, like, super hot and, like, there's, dude, there's multimillionaires everywhere. That's going to bring up the national average of that. I would imagine that's how that's going to work. 2400 bucks a month? There's, a, there's that much money in and, and being somebody's girlfriend? Dude, guys are the worst. Just des- the, the the desperation coming off of dudes is... Pa- like, I made fun of women the other day of Tinder. Like, you better have a car before you swipe right. Like, dude,
0: dudes, guys, this is worse. This is just as pathetic as that. Oh, certainly. I, I, I'm skeptical of this because, number one, where are these chicks in Kent State finding dudes with this kind of money? I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, there's rich people all over the place. <laughs> Cleveland Indians, Cleveland Browns, uh, Cleveland Cavs. I
1: guess, but I mean... When- I mean, I know a chick who was on both a Browns player and a Cavs player payroll at the same time
0: that being said though i mean i don't know I, I i don't know if that's necessarily going to be enough to cover this spread you know what i'm saying like all right so 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 uh, i mean let's be real i would assume most professional athletes would probably rather bang a stripper than a college chick but i mean at the end of the day okay so so that that accounts for 20 of them i should give you the website's name it's seeking arrangements seekingarrangement.com.
1: now their ceo brandon wade said students are tired of hearing politicians hyperbole about what they're going to do to resolve the student debt crisis so they're taking it in their own hands i mean we've the the story of oh i'm going to i'm going to strip or i'm going to turn tricks to work my way through college has long been part of the conversation of of of, of some women reaching higher education levels
0: yeah, and, and, and,
1: and so of course the digital revolution is just going to streamline.
0: And it. it's, as soon as you introduce sex into that, listen, you go be a stripper all you want to, but you, you're a hooker. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know if I can call this anything else other than hookers and Johns. You can call it sugar babies and sugar daddies because they're in college and because. No, oh, we're splitting hairs. Because, oh, well, they see that, you, know, the, you know, there's a regulars and stuff like that. These are hookers and Johns.
1: Can guys do this? Like, can men do this? Um, if like, you want to have sex
0: with dudes, yeah. Like, can... Oh. <laughs> well,
1: well, 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 yeah, no, I, well, no, I don't.
0: Yeah, if, dude, if you're, if, you're some, if you're some sweet... I didn't even think about that. If you're some sweet piece of ass college freshman 19-year-old hot dude, yeah, if you want to go bang it out with dudes, you totally can. But I don't think this is happening on a regular basis with, like, hot older women or anything like that. Oh, my God. Apparently, Kent State is
1: $20,000 or so, including room and board, for Ohio residents... Twenty nine thousand dollars for out of uh, out of staters to attend KSU. Jeez, I don't want
0: to have kids, man. That sounds scary to send them to Kent State. It costs that much money, Kent State. Yeesh. Is there
1: anything in my life? Because let me ask you something here. I mean, we could debate like the moral end of like prostitution, right? right. We could right. we could debate that till we're both blue in the face. Is a college education worth the short end of prostituting yourself? To do it, um, think if, about because a college education, depending on which one you get. Now, if you go get a communications degree, no, you're gonna honestly, you're gonna be broke. But if you go get the right college education, is it maybe not worth that given the earning potential that
0: you get on the other end? Well, any degree is gonna greatly increase your earning potential. Yeah, I think so it's a million dollars more just for a high school diploma. No matter where you are on that, whether you're you know a doctorate or a or just a communications major, I, I can definitely see why you would be like, well, is this worth it? This definitely comes into the 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 equation. Um, Listen, I I, I don't morally have an issue with prostitution in the perfect world of these are women making their own decisions. I get into a territory where it's like, I don't know if that perfect world exists. And I feel like more often than not with prostitution, you're going to be dealing with women who are pushed into these situations or forced into these situations. But if you're asking me, is it okay for an 18 year old to charge a dude to be his fake girlfriend? Like the sure. girlfriend experience. Sure. I Sure. And if, if you're morally okay with it and you feel like in your soul, in your mind, in your body, you can deal with being a prostitute for a college education. I guess. I've always
1: said that I think prostitution should be legal. I think bring it out in the sunlight and let let the world figure itself out that way. I I just am a strong believer of that. But I've also been on this side of things where I have buddies who use like Backpage and like Craigslist to buy hookers and they always say to me all the time, well, you know, I'm not paying for sex. I'm paying for them to go away. And it's like, dude, no, you're not. Like, dude, unless you're making like high six figures or you're a celebrity, no, you're not. You're not paying a chick to go away. You're paying for the companionship. I understand why actors or athletes or whatever be like, you know what, dude, I just want to pay. I just want to go into Denver, pay one night to make the chick, you know have the chick go away and then I'm done. I understand that, but an average guy, I think it is about loneliness. I really do.
0: I, it plays a part of the equation. I mean, and sometimes you do just want to orgasm with somebody else, and, and and maybe there's a little bit of like this is what gets me off is the fact that I am paying for it. and You have a prostitution. Oh, for a lot freddish. of people, that's going to be huge. Yeah. I, I, I totally get that, and you know, hey, it's each their own. But no, it's a part of it. Uh, I'm glad you bring up Backpage. Did you see that the uh, the adult section of Backpage as of yesterday now closed down? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, it was it was it was. It was oh, uh, I'm proud of myself for not knowing that. It was uh, it was a, a pat on the back there. Federal mandate of like you know there was ch- you know not only not only prostitution but sex trafficking, child prostitution, all these different you know stinky layers to that onion and back page the adult section now now close down. Oh well, they'll be done. They'll be, yeah, I mean, they'll, dude. They'll, nobody else doesn't use it for anything. They'll
1: that. be done. I mean, Craigslist has the market corner and everything else you want to buy or anything else you're searching for. So yeah, if they can't have the escort section, Backpage probably, I would imagine, going to be done. Uh, we're almost done. Yeah. You and I are. Yeah. As, uh, as it is, uh, I believe, ratings day, we're probably going to get our information here in about an hour and a half, two hours And I, i got to be honest with you. I, 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 you know, we, we started the show this morning by saying, you know, we don't get kind of up or down on this, kind of been in the business long enough to know, it's just, I, I know the knee-jerk reaction of radio management, and, and, and I know how they can react, so I'm just like sitting here, fingers crossed, like, please just give us like halfway decent news so I don't have to deal with the, you know what, you dipped a little bit in the ratings, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to listen. Too closely to the next two shows you do and then deconstruct everything you've ever done. We're putting six songs
0: in an hour. Right. We're putting in six. Oh, God.
1: God. Ugh. Ugh. We'll be back to close it out for you next on Rock 1069. to the Show, Show, Rock 106.9. Keep this in mind, man. Fishhead's got an opportunity for you to win yourself a trip out to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards. He'll do it at 11 a.m. this morning, and then we'll do it again tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock. I just got this email. Uh, there's a big show that's going to be announced out of Blossom Music Center. Okay. It's going to be late August. All right. And every day next week, you'll win tickets on the show for that concert. Nice. Now, I can't tell you as of yet, but there are going to be a lot of you. That are going to be very very happy about that show. Going to be a big one, so we'll get you up with those tickets all next week. On the program again, still the remainder of this week though. You got WWE tickets were up for grabs all week, and U two tickets up for grabs. So, still, still some uh, stuff left over for this week. But next week, again, another concert announcement, and we'll have tickets every single day next week for you. You know, we bag on uh, on uh, this radio station sometimes, and sometimes uh, rightfully, and sometimes not so rightfully. But if I can say one thing, is that our promotions department has done a pretty good job recently securing tickets of cool things to give away, and that helps radio shows. Does it helps people? You know, stay interested and want to be involved in what you're doing. So uh, thank you to the promotions department, all the hard work that's happening over there. Yeah, I wouldn't listen to this show if you weren't giving me WWE tickets. Damn right. Damn right. So we'll do those again tomorrow. Got big plans for the day, Phantom?
0: Uh, nothing too exciting. I don't I don't think so. My girlfriend's at work, so I've got the entire afternoon to do whatever the hell I want so I can see WWE SmackDown getting, getting watched. Uh, well, and hopefully uh, a little bit of celebrations going on as well.
1: Yeah, uh, as we are, uh, the rumor is we're going to get our ratings here uh,
0: shortly. I hope so,
1: anyway. um, I, You know, I don't care about this stuff all during the ratings period, but once the day of hits, I'm kind of like, all right, just g- give it to me so I know. You know, as, it, it, you know, it's kind of one of those things i'm uh i'm ready for that to uh, to be over with i i hate when uh when that's
0: dangling in front of me yeah and I, I from what i've been told i think 10 o'clock is when they come out and uh really? so you've got eight minutes of like son of a bitch When is it gonna happen i just want it to happen son so bitch so this
1: might be the last time
0: this might be it this might be the final episode of the no, show. Me, you know let me soak it in let me uh breathe deep let me uh
1: Let me just uh, sit here and enjoy this radio studio in case I'm not in here tomorrow. No, I I feel very confident that that no matter what they say, that we're going to be retained. But uh, I worry that we're coming off a pretty like all-time high for Rock 106.9 the last time out. That I just know how radio ratings work. They kind of go up and down. It's just kind of the, the nature of the beast of it. Um, so I'm expecting a little bit of a drop-off. Phantone's like, dude, I'm telling you, it's not going to be as drastic as you think. And I hope that Iggy ends up being right. You know, I'm a little bit of a pessimist there. Uh, uh, I, I want to r- remind you of this because I need to remind me of it. Um, if you missed the, uh, the start of the program this morning, today marks the three year anniversary of the biggest mistake I've ever made. Um, but I learned a lesson out of it. And if I can uh, pass it along to you, it's this drive sober. I'm telling you right now, it's not worth the headache. It's not worth the hassle. It's not where I, I do. There's Uber. There's a million things. But it's so close. I just live right there. I don't care. I don't care dude you you're putting people in danger you're putting yourself in danger and dude it took $11,000 out of my pocket it's going to take $11,000 out of your pocket and i've said this a million times if they gave one to Bernie Kosar they're going to give one to you that's just the way that's going to go you you know what i mean nobody more popular in this area than that dude so uh i'm just telling you man it's uh it's i widely uh refer to it as the biggest mistake that that uh, i've ever committed in my life but it also turned into the biggest lesson but don't learn it the hard way just take my word on it Drive sober or your life's going to suck. All right, there it is. Aside from that, we are done for the day. We'll be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 1069. You guys have a great day.